Welcome to Not Quite Scottish Imports! Welcome to Not Quite Scottish Imports. We're a little store on Sass Street and we sell imports that aren't quite Scottish. So, you know, everything but Scottish basically. So that's why I, I have a brand and Tammy here. They're not quite Scottish. Hey, Brandon Tammy. Hey. Yeah. What if I did a, a 23 and me and found out I'm like really Scottish? <laughs> I actually am like descended from Scottish people, so. I mean, yeah, I think I, I think it probably am. I think it's like German and Scottish. Yeah. So, yeah. so t- uh, Tammy. Well, that's what I'm saying. I've never done one of those. Who knows? <laughs> what if I it turns be? out? What if it turns yeah. out that like, like, me and Claire are both, like, you know, maybe, like, 4%, but Tammy's, like, 80% Scottish somehow. <laughs> what if it turned out that we're distant relatives, Brad? Wild. <laughs> I mean, my dad um, actually did a 23andMe, and we um, we have, like, some, or he, like, his family share, like, some DNA, like, a small amount with, like, some really obscure tribe in Africa, so I was like, woohoo, that's awesome! <laughs> so I was very happy about that. So weird. But mostly it's we're just, You're just a family like- of Whitey McQuite. Um, Anyway, I want to ask you guys Because I ask it on the other podcast I do Joseph Bar Podcast If you guys have a drink Because basically I want to show off what drink I have But have you guys got a drink at the moment? Ooh, I've got got that nice water going on Nice I've got a a diet green tea with citrus Ooh Well, I have got a lavender lemonade And I made myself Yeah, and it's Fancy. really nice. Lavender lemonade, I recommend it. Don't put too much lavender in. You want the lemon to be the key flavour, but a bit of <laughs> lavender just adds a little twist to it. Wink to my listeners. Recipes with Claire, new podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, this week we are covering the clip show, They Also Serve. Why is it called that? Uh, I mean, I, I guess because it's you guys. Everybody watches? knows why they call it that, Claire. Don't be ridiculous. We're not gonna. I'm not gonna justify <laughs> oh, no, that with an answer. Oh no! <laughs> uh, we've got 60 second summary, so let's do that and get that <sighs> out of the way. All right, all of our names are in a device. <sighs> Alexa, open 60 second summary. Okay, let me pick. Brad. Yay! <laughs> cheating motherfucker. <laughs> I do you like oh, that you Alexa, I love how much of a bitch you are. and pick Claire <laughs> <laughs> and she still didn't what kind of Alexa yeah. is, is that is th- are they supposed to like do what you tell them to do yeah. I mean here's the thing so when I, when I was posting the episode last night I usually let it play for a little while just to make sure you know the episode yeah. came out correctly and everything and every time when I when I, I speak to the device and say that phrase um, it usually like picks up from the from the speakers and then starts doing it it picks Claire last night. So last night, Claire, <laughs> um, you should have had to do a summary, but nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> it should have carried over. Brad's just gonna, like, do that and just, like, pre-record picking Claire. Oh, and there we play. go. <laughs> She has to pick me first in order to, for you to, be, yeah, exactly. to record it. <laughs> yeah, and she never will. <laughs> yeah, anytime you act like you practice and it picks Claire like three times, you're like, okay, and then record it and it's just going to not pick Claire. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Brad. I I don't even know what you're going to talk about for 60 seconds. Six second summary. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So you, yeah, you're going to have 60 seconds to summarize this episode without going ridiculously over or under, because then you would be, I don't, uh, (laughs) like a 
flashback inception chump um, yeah. but you want to tell us all the things brad all the things about this episode mm-hmm. i i'd like i'd like to hear quests. about all the things about this oh, episode I got plenty of things to talk about I, I can talk. awesome all right well we're gonna test that theory you'll be going in three two one go all right guys this is they also serve hey what are we talking about oh uh, we're talking about things we already talked about because it's a fucking clip show episode <laughs> but here's the thing um let's learn about some watchers um guess what watchers are lame as fuck so we get this woman <laughs> who's a watcher and she's watching this dude and ever since her kid died apparently she's like been weird i don't know she's got this weird relationship going on with this immortal and like i don't know they're like fucking but like it's also she's older than him like like physically he's like a young guy it's weird and so she's helping him like kill immortals and she's doing it to get back at the other watchers or something there's a watcher that finds out that joe is like hanging out with duncan is like this is bullshit you should be reassigned i thought joe was in charge like fuck (laughs) all these fucking watchers they play cards it's bullshit um they they're gonna get mcleod and like mcleod goes off to his island to grieve over the woman that taught him to fight and in the end he wins the day (laughs) one minute (laughs) yeah i thought um connor taught him to fight you tell him how to sword fight. True. Right. I mean, I I feel like this is like one of the many people that tie him to fight. Like Duncan is yeah. like he's a constant. As my feelings about Duncan, I think he's like a constant student. Like he's gonna see something somebody else is doing and then see if he can learn how to do that thing. Especially when it comes to all types and styles of fighting. Yeah. Which is how you survive. Yeah. You didn't even mention the panpipes of xenophobia, bro. Yeah. A lot of that. <laughs> of that yeah um claire tell us if you have fun facts about why this was a clip show like i couldn't figure out any reason (laughs) yeah yeah uh well a fun fact is this stars barry pepper Mm -hmm. um that guy i don't think he's a very good actor i'm just saying whoa Um, you're gonna talk about one of the stars of the film crawl uh also he was (laughs) in the film battlefield earth yeah uh yeah but there weren't any very good there wasn't any gators um chasing after people in battlefield earth claire uh no there was a john travolta yeah oh Probably so, a fun ride. Scare, scarier. <laughs> um, I don't think he's a very good actor. I just want to say that. Anyway, wow. that was it. So this says on IMDb, it contains a rare flashback in a flashback. Um, oh, rare. Okay. With, it's not rare. With uh, No, it's not. With McLeod in China talking to Mei Ling about his time training with Hido Koto in Japan, which features scenes from the samurai that was in the previous year. And then it says the long sword used by they also serve. I think it means in they also serve has been used by several other villains previous encounters yeah because I recognise mm-hmm. it including Epitaph for Tommy and Right of Ch- it's quite a distinctive sword so this this episode was cheapy cheap all the way round yeah that's but then all there, I have. okay because then there are things okay first of all there are entire like for being a clip episode there are like too many things that are cut out and nothing important yeah. like they they cut things out that weren't important anyway nothing that added to anything um that i could tell um and i'm just like would this have added anything i don't think so like yeah. they were just basically like lines um there were actually it looks like additional clips that we didn't even get wow. <laughs> that were supposed to be in there <laughs> So we got oh, a truncated clipped episode. <laughs> Seriously. Oh. Uh, I also feel like um, one of the scenes, the bit where they're like fighting on top of the dam, 
I was like, I feel like this exact location was filmed in, um, also Vancouver filmed, uh, limited series Harper's Island starring Chris Gorham. <laughs> so there's that. Yeah. But I'm expecting possible. to see a lot of scenes, um, that were in, uh, that show and Supernatural and, and other shows like that pop up in this show because yeah. Vancouver. Um, I do have some fun facts from both the production designer and the costume designer for this episode. So okay. the production, which is shocking because there's barely anything, but it yeah. really is all surrounding the um, the scenes in Mongolia. Yeah. So they said to they were looking obviously for a place that kind of looked like you know the outer skirts of Mongolia, and they found like this delta, like this river delta that kind of you know, gave the feels of it. So mm. they had to build all those yurts themselves and okay. they wanted to make them super lightweight. So they just bent some sticks of wood, covered it in canvas and called it a day. Primarily because since they were filming on this river delta, the river yeah. would rise because that's what happens out of delta. And they would yeah. have to pick up the yurts and move them during <laughs> the rising of wow. the river and then move them back and then continue filming. Um, so I thought that was interesting because I'm like, because I was telling Dan that and Dan goes, maybe that's why it was a clip episode. It took so long to just film those flashbacks. Yeah, they were like, oh, crap. Uh, just show some clips. Um, and then they also talked, uh, this is Stephen uh, Geegan, who is the production designer. He's the one on this, uh, on the DVD extras, who's talking about it. He was also talking about, um, you know, that uh, it says, an interesting sidelight to doing villages and these environments was that by year three, maybe four of the show, we had discovered that no environment anywhere in the world that McLeod had traveled actually really got bigger than 20 feet across. So we're thinking, this is really interesting. I wonder why this is. And we realized, much to our amazement, that this was the area that a single fire could heat at its maximum. It, so I don't know why they thought that. Like, that's why. I was just thinking, mm. no, for a show, you don't need to be walking for miles. Like, that's probably more like yeah. that. Um, it condensed the size of our sets. So we never had to make anything bigger than 16 feet across for an ancient environment. Um, I'm not sure why it took them to season three or four to figure that out. Yeah. I just crazy. find that very strange. Uh, and then with the costume designer, uh, this is Christina McQuarrie. And I think she's the costume designer that started in season two. And then she just carries on, I believe, for most of the show. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She says that it was a lot of research. And, you know, for this show, she has to do a lot of research for the historical looks. Um, and it says uh, it's sort of winging off... Uh, uh, it's sort of winging off in a sort of totally odd direction. So, um, so instead of like actually trying to create for accuracy all the time, she's going for a feeling of that time frame because uh -huh. they might not be able to, you know, spend the money or the time in getting the costume pieces. Um, and but she also knows that there are certain looks that people are just gonna instantly know, like the samurai look, for instance. She's like, she couldn't fuck that up. Like she had to get yeah. a, a samurai look the 1880s western north american look yeah. so that kind of stuff she has to try and be more precise in but everything else she's just going for a vibe and then um so for this one let's see what it was 
Oh, they. She basically just is instead of obvious. I mean, this is like some obvious stuff. She instead of starting from scratch, they try and find materials that they already have to work together. There are more rustic costumes which had raw silks and did dyeing and quilting in that seven days for the the shoot. Wow, it's crazy thinking about how quickly they have to prepare. Yeah, like some episodes, particularly like locations, costumes, that thing. Like it's so quick. Yeah, it says if you can find the elements of a particular period, it kind of draws you into that period. You know, it kind of takes the viewer down a period path that certainly created a beautiful feel for the show. And I do, I mean, I she's not spot on every time, but I, she's so much better than that lady we had oh. in season one. Yeah, absolutely. Like you know, and and I and I could see this like for us it's a little different because we're kind of watching it from a different perspective which is the fashion perspective so we're like really keyed in on what everyone is wearing but from a general perspective of the show like that makes sense that she's just kind of going for the feels and being like yeah that makes this Mm. kind of would put you in that time frame Um, and it's something we can get our hands on quickly so um uh, and oh dusty reviews um his first sentence of his review what a weird episode (laughs) um and talked about that you know most of this episode is filler there's a little bit of you missed some good prior episodes of this show so go buy the dvds vhs's (laughs) like yeah i guess that's probably some of what they were doing um didn't understand like it says you know he actually loved the flashbacks to Maylin, but they didn't really do a whole bunch with that story so and then it was just an evil like the whole idea of an evil watcher episode but we've already kind of had those before with um, our favorite character Horton. <laughs> oh god uh he says the rita michael christian's relationship was creepy in all capitals it was a weird mix of a manager a mother and a lover ick mm. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and the final thing I wanted to say about his review is he says there were no Dr. Ann Lindsay moments in this one that helped the episode. <laughs> and I was like, yes, that's right, yeah. Dusty. You're with us. Yeah. Team, I fucking hate, I hate Ann. So good. <laughs> so those were like some of the key things from his. his Couldn't feedback. we have had a better episode that didn't feature Ann? I'm sure we it have. It's like a lot of points already for not having Ann in it, but. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I just, I, and I guess this is my, my thing with this show is like, there have been some terrible fucking episodes of this show. Some we can't even Mm -hmm. talk about anymore. Mm -hmm. So when I see this, it's like, like Claire, you had messaged us and said, this is boring. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's, it's boring. It doesn't mean it's a bad episode. It just, there's nothing there. And there could have been. And I guess that's, that's when there's frustration for me. Yeah. It's not that I hated the episode. It's just that. I'm frustrated because it could have been better and we've yeah. seen it be better but yeah. I've seen it be a lot worse oh, and yeah. I'm I'm just glad it's not worse they took <laughs> so. a they like they took a good concept and wasted it on the clip show episode yeah yeah because like I'm, like I'm not a fan of the watchers because they're terrible at their job and we'll talk oh boy <laughs> in depth yeah, about some we? of that but yeah. um but besides that like okay yeah I hate them but honestly like the idea of how in Involved a watcher should be with the immortal and how involved they end up getting just clearly naturally mm-hmm. in a lot of these cases like that is a story tell that fucking story and then mm. uh, why how did Rita really get involved with Michael Christian like I want to know like did 
she get involved with him or did he figure it out like Duncan did? Like, what what happened there? Like, I want to know these things and instead we just got fucking clips of stuff. And it would be different if it's just flashbacks. I'm good with flashbacks. I'm happy with flashbacks. Ooh. I don't need flashbackception because we've done that in another episode too. I just, and I don't need just clips over Joe singing. Although I, I enjoy Joe singing. But I don't need yeah. clips over it. Like, weird yeah. ha- hazy clips. Like, I don't <laughs> need that. And so, I, and Instead, I would like more of the story. Yeah. And I, I you know, it, if, it's if frustrating. Um, Anne was in this episode, she would have spent the whole episode going, Duncan, what are you flashbacking about, Duncan? <laughs> tell me, tell me, Duncan, why are you flashbacking? Are you in another flashback within a flashback now, Duncan? Tell me what it's about. <laughs> tell me, Duncan, is it about the fact you don't have any medical I mean, I haven't Duncan? asked Duncan, you about it in really? forever. <laughs> I think I'm being really, really good at not pushing Duncan, but I wish you'd tell me, Duncan, Duncan. Yeah. Duncan. Like, I fucking hate her. Oof. So, like, I'm glad. I am so glad that she was not in this episode. Like, yeah. but, but things like that, like, that could have definitely made the episode worse. So there's there's things that True. I could see that I'm like, th- that's my, fr- I, like I said, that's my frustration is just, it could have been better. And it wasn't. It's, it's so frustrating to see it just sitting on the table for the taking and nobody's taking it. It's like, oh my god. Um, so, Brad, what happened the day this episode aired? Guys, there's so many things that are happening. It is Monday, February 6, 1995. Ah, what a time, what a time. As we all know, <laughs> it's uh, Barb, Bob Marley Day. So. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah everyone was jamming. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, also, it's, uh, oh, we got some saints. We got some real kooky saints here. Uh, we got Saint Amandus, Apostle of the Franks. Uh, I don't know what any of that means. (laughs) I mean, yeah. What's an apostle? Is that, oh no, that's a disciple. Yeah. Uh, we got... I don't know what an apostle We got Saint Vedustus. Yeah. Um, and we got... He's in charge of dusting. And we got Saint Dorothea, the patron saint of florists. Uh, Get out of here. Get out of here with your dummy religion. (laughs) Like, this is stupid. Um, also, on this day, uh, Beach Boy Brian Wilson weds, uh, Melinda Ledbetter. And Daryl Strawberry was suspended from baseball for 60 days for possession. Daryl Strawberry? That's not a real person. That's a real person. That's a a sports name I know, so I know he's a person. I don't know it, therefore it's Um, not He's suspended from baseball for 60 days for possession of cocaine and solicitation of a prostitute, which was actually an undercover cop. Fuck those cops. Like, leave this dude alone. (laughs) (sighs) Also, um, hmm, top song in the US, top song in the UK, in the US, TLC, Creep. In the UK, Celine Dion, think twice. So, so actual humans. Also, I'm, I was glad to hear that you guys enjoyed the video to stay another day, by the way. Oh, by God. 17. Oh, yeah. that video. Also, that, that fake the funny video. thing is, they were like a boy band, but they were like the hard, hard guys boy band, which makes that video even funnier because they're wearing like little fluffy hoods. <laughs> yeah, they are. And it's just like so weird and like, yeah. But they were like, oh, like if you, if you liked, it was like the fans of Take That versus the fans of E17. I like Take That because, you know, I'm a little softy. Um, but like if you if you like E17, it was like, well, well hard. We like E17, they're from Warvenstow, way, they're really hard. And then they did that music video and everyone was like, wait, what the fuck? So yeah. Alright. Fair enough. That's a lot of talk about fake things, so I don't even 
absolutely real. One hundred percent. All right, uh, that was Claire's fan fiction corner. Um, so, <laughs> what was in the theaters? Uh, let's see where that Highlander movie is doing uh, oh, this man. week. Um, so, number one at the box office is it a Highlander movie? Who knows? Let's see. Oh, it's uh, Legends of the Fall. Legends of the Fall. Oh, wow. Still. Yeah. Um, number yeah. two, we get some new movies here at the two, three, and four spot. Uh, we got uh, Boys on the Side, number two. I don't know what that is. Um, that's. Uh, uh, um, uh, Whoopi Goldberg, uh, Marie Louise Parker, and is it who else is in it? Drew Barrymore. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I thought I was wondering yeah. if it was the Drew Barrymore movie. After breaking up with her girlfriend, a nightclub singer Jane Whoopi Goldberg answers a personal ad from Robin Mary Louise Parker, a real estate agent with AIDS seeking a cross-country travel partner. On their journey from New York City to Los Angeles, the two stop by Pittsburgh to pick up Robin's friend, Holly, Drew Barrymore, who is trying to escape an abusive relationship. With three distinct personalities, the women must overcome their differences to help one another. Whoa. So, that's a movie. Um, at the number three spot, we have The Jerky Boys. Wow. That was put up wow. by Disney? What? Is it? Yeah. Is, Is it, it like on a... Disney Plus now? <laughs> Weird. <laughs> Weird. Never watched that. Not my thing. No, thank you. No. Um, number four, In the Mouth of Madness. <gasps> awesome film. It's a goodie. Love that film. It's a goodie. That's, that is... That, yeah, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah. Um, number five, Dumb and Dumber. No, uh, that is not six, an awesome film. Nobody's Fool. Seven, nope. Highlander, The Final Dimension. Wow. <laughs> oh, how the mighty have fallen. Hmm. Oh. Number eight, Higher Learning. Number nine, Murder in the First. Ten, Little Women. Um, and down at 11, House Guest. Oh, House Guest should be doing better than Highlander. Yeah. The Final Dimension. Like I'm so, Sinbad and Phil Hartman should definitely be beating Highlander the Sorcerer, aka Highlander <laughs> the Final Dimension, aka uh, Connor McCloud has a kid that he doesn't give a fuck about with headshots. <laughs> yep. Hmm. Bullshit. I don't like it. I don't like it. <sighs> so uh, yeah, there's some movies. Uh, but guys, what is on TV? Important question. Of course. Uh, ABC. We got an episode of Coach. Then we're showing the movie Sneakers. Sneakers? Yeah. Oh, we've watched that. Yeah. So, uh, CBS, regular old stuff. It's all about how trustworthy the CIA are. Mm-hmm. Uh, CBS, we got the regular <laughs> stuff. We got The Nanny. We got Dave's World, Murphy Brown, Sybil, Chicago Hope, whatever. Fox, we got Melrose Place and Models, Inc. Whatever. Whoa. Who cares? Uh, NBC, we got Fresh Prince, Blossom, and then the movie, Serving in Silence. The Mar- Margaret. Oh, this fucking name, Margaret. And by the way, that's M A R G A R E T H E. Margaret. Wow. Cammermeyer. C A M M E R M E Y E R. Story. The Margaret Cammermeyer story. No. Um, sure. This is a TV movie. The Margarita Camembert story. The yes. Margaret Camembert story. Um, Serving in Silence. Margaret Camembert story is an American movie from uh, 1985. Aired on NBC. Stars Glenn Close and Judy Davis. The Ooh. film recounts the events in the life of Colonel Margaret Camembert and led to her <laughs> retirement from the Washington National Guard under the U.S. Army's military's gay exclusion policy. Oh. Ah. Wow. So. 
uh, yeah. So that's that's probably a goodie. I'm not gonna watch that. It's gonna make me sad. Yeah, but I mean, come on, Glenn Close. I'm sure that's sure it's a good movie. But a play, and also playing Margaret 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 Cameron Yeah, that's it. And then, of course, because we got our new channel on UPN. We got a new episode of Star Trek Voyager, The Fade, which introduced the grossest Star Trek villains ever, the Vidians. And they're the ones that are, they're, they're like all like dying of like, like this, like a plague. So that they're constantly stealing like body parts from other aliens. So they, they can, yeah. So that they can survive. Like it's gross. They're all gross. Just a bunch of gross aliens stealing body parts. I think in the first one, yeah, they steal like Neelix's heart, which good riddance, but still, but still. Um, I thought the grossest aliens in Star Trek were the ones that like live in a bucket. I know those guys are great. Oh, I mean they're evil, but you know Toto's good. He's yeah. the one that stays in a bucket. They live in a bucket. He doesn't live in a bucket. He just sleeps in a bucket. <laughs> I thought he <laughs> just lived in a bucket. <laughs> Just sleeps in a bucket and live there. I don't know Star Trek. Um, it's just in case you guys didn't know that. I, we're gonna have to do like a Star Trek podcast. Not we that really anyone, do. not that anyone ever could possibly need another Star Trek podcast. But yeah. I think we need to do one just so Claire has to watch Star Trek. <laughs> um, but after after watching that very gross episode of Star Trek Voyager when they could have killed off Neelix, um, then we of course got everyone's favorite shows: Platypus Man and Pigsty. Oh. <laughs> Platypus Man, so disappointing when Brad told me the, the yeah. concepts of it. I was so disappointed. I thought it was about Platypus Man. Yeah, no, I thought at first it was a, it was an animated show, but no, it's just like a, it's just Seinfeld with but douchier. So weird. Mm. How is that possible? Yeah, yeah, that's that's uh, I mean, that's that's what we did. That's what we did when we give Richard Jenny a TV show. So uh, yeah, cool. But that's what's happening. Wow, nice. That's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot happening right now. And you know, um, <laughs> by the way, uh, serving in silence, the Margaret Kammermeyer story um, won uh, an, it won Emmy, various Emmys, a lot of Emmys actually. Wow. Um, a lot of awards, a lot of Golden Globes, Peabody, Screen Ooh. Actors, Writers Guild. Like, I mean, big deal movie. So just saying. It's kind of a big deal. It's kind of a big deal, unlike All Platypus right. Man, which is not a big deal. Mm. All right. Well, are you guys ready to get into this clip show? <laughs> I mean, I guess. I mean, yeah. I, we've already gotten into most of it before. Yeah. Seriously. Uh, <laughs> so I, I dumb. saw something up at the start, guys. My favorite character in this episode, Richie. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. It's happening, guys. It's happening. <laughs> I, mean, I knew it would. I knew it would. That's the thing. <laughs> By happen, you mean you're acknowledging finally. Yeah. No! Yeah. This is a slow process. My hatred is being chipped away. It's gone. It's been gone. I mean, I don't think that's going to happen with Anne, just so we are no, all clear. <laughs> that will never if happen. I come the in one, will, okay. The if I come in one episode burns, burns and I say, and guys, <laughs> my favorite character is Anne. If I say that, oh, you are friends. welcome to kill me. Yeah. You're welcome to kill me. Just kill me. Put me out of my misery. Uh, so... I don't want to live like that. Too bad. If you say that, you're going to have to live with that. I'm going to go out of my way to keep you alive. <laughs> Just so you have to deal with the repercussions oh. of your actions. No, I don't like this. 
Um, all right, so we're we start this episode in not a flashback ish, I guess. Weirdly, uh, yeah, we're in Hong Kong and we are meeting Mei Ling, Mei Ling, Mei Ling. I can't speak today, sorry guys. Mei Ling, who is diving repetitively into the pool, <laughs> just mm-hmm. a lot of fancy diving going on. Um, and then she's killed very quickly by Michael Christian. Yeah. His hair. His hair. Yeah, his hair is terrible. Hey, well, yeah, he's doing the, ha- the half up, half down thing. Yeah, which Duncan does later. Yeah. I'm just like, Ugh, no, no good. No good. Like also, also, hey, hey, buddy, have you thought about maybe just coming in the, the, the front door? Like, what's this, yeah. like, hanging out in the skylight business? Yeah. Yeah. He's a weirdo, this guy. Um, yeah. Also, real white boots. Real white boots. Oh, boy. oh, he knows his white boots. He's been to the Connor yeah. McCloud shop. Yeah. Um, I do like his sword, though. I do oh, like yeah, that. it's a great sword. Yeah, because you've seen it before. Yeah, exactly. And I liked it then, and I like it now. Yeah. Um, and then his uh, watcher, Rita, is over there, like, just, I don't know, Mr. Burnsing it with her hands, like, really <laughs> just enjoying watching it. Okay, let's love- talk. Ref- Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say, I love that her sword is near the pool. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, is she, so she brought a sword to the pool, <laughs> like, which is <laughs> kooks. Josie was not impressed that it wasn't somehow in her bathing suit. (laughs) (laughs) That would be amazing. Like, because that's not, this is not her house. No. But they show that sword, like, leaned up against, like, a chair. Yeah. Also, where does she float away to? (laughs) I know. I didn't know if it was meant to be she was sinking, but it did look like she floated into, like, a secret chamber of this pool. It was very strange. (laughs) She got sucked into the fan. (laughs) Oh, no. It really was, like, just a weirdly shot scene that I'm like, where is she floating to? Like, yeah. I think um, they were like, quick, make her float this way so we no one can see that she's still got a head. Yeah. Um, Rita's a fucking weirdo and a yeah. half. Oh. So, what do you think of her as an actress? I mean, if she was meant to be creepy, good on her. Yeah. She did an excellent job. I don't. I thought she was terrible as well. Um, how would you? How dare you speak of the... one of the stars of Chopping Mall and neither <laughs> oh, the comment really? like that? <gasps> yeah. I think I... it's the Barry Pepper rubbing. I thought it was more just like it was a weird character, so I didn't yeah. find anything like offensive about her acting. No, she's fine. Yeah, I just was like, she's supposed to be a weird. I think Dusty said it well: a manager, a mom, and a lover all at once. Ooh. And yeah. she, she did. She did all those things, Ugh. and so I'm like, I don't know. And she, I, I do think she was supposed to be creepy and gross, and she was. So yeah, that was already creepy, and then they do the thing with ever since her son died, and I'm like, ah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, all right, so this is like a little motor home that they've they're using to like live in, and clearly it's hers, is- isn't it? Because he has to hide later. Yeah. Yeah, but she, she made it seem like this is new because she was oh. like, oh, you don't, you know, she's like, oh, it's almost like we're like, you know, we've got a place we're actually living in instead of like a hotel or whatever. So I, I don't know where they're normally at, but I, <laughs> now they're in a motorhome um, and she's giving him a back rub. This is gross. It's all just so gross. Um, she's talking about how this went exactly as planned. And Michael Christian is like very full of himself. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, I was perfect. It's like, okay, calm it down. She and, didn't even have a sword on her. <laughs> like, well, and so she was like in a fucking pool. Yeah. And yeah. I, we find out later that he's been in a, he's, you know, he's a, he's a younger immortal, but he's been immortal for 20 years. Yeah. So, we, 
Which, I mean, sure, as far as immortals go, that's, that's of course, yeah, baby immortal. But, like, he, he's really playing it like, like he's Richie. Like, he's, like, yeah. newly, newly immortal. Yeah. See, and I, I'm wondering, like, okay, so a couple things with that is I kept very much trying to picture him as being mature wise 20 years older and so that way this rita and michael christian thing wasn't as like creepy and not Mm -hmm. as motherly but it's like i couldn't i just couldn't because of the way he's acting and like you said Mm -hmm. like i agree i think he acts more like a richie character Mm -hmm. um versus like duncan i mean yeah duncan is definitely just adrian paul is an older actor but also like he comes off even more mature yeah and i think that would have been more interesting for this guy to play it or for them to have him play it as more mature instead of playing it as younger yeah um, um by the way on. would we like to learn some facts about him yes please about fairy pepper or uh, the immortal uh, no not about pepper star of uh good, crawl good, good, good. um great movie uh <laughs> Michael Christian was born in 1952 in Des Moines, Iowa. He was a foundling raised by a farmer who grew into a troubled young man with no ambition. Christian's <laughs> first death occurred in 1975, and under the influence of alcohol, he drove his vehicle into a milk truck. <laughs> <laughs> Later, he would meet immortal Lawrence Gasper, uh, or Gaspar, I don't know. Uh, Christian learned everything about his mortality from Gasper and developed an ambition to win the game and claim the prize. On uh, 4th of July, 1979, he betrayed Gasper and took his head. <gasps> Whoa. The quickening was mistaken by townspeople as one of the biggest fireworks displays they'd ever seen. <laughs> These wow. fucking dummies. Hey, Des Moines, oh. figure it out. Wow. <sighs> Dummy. The city right. of Des Moines was like, we didn't, we didn't pay for those, did we? Those are, those are like really nice sweet. fireworks. <laughs> hey, sweet. Wow. Okay. So, but so he's like, I guess, supposed to be basically in his forties. I guess yeah, if he's fifty-two. So. Mm-hmm. so, um, but I can't even see him he acting like, like someone kid. who's in his forties. Yeah. 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 Um, it's, and I just, I he feel like got, that was... He may have the script pages that said he was, he had been, you know, around for 20 years, so... He might not stop have, defending but... him! He's a terrible actor! He, I don't think he's Claire, a terrible stop, actor. You can't call everybody a terrible actor, yeah, just because they have a, fact, a like, badly written script. Yeah, I think I it's a badly written script, and also, I think, like, he might not have gotten the pages, but I feel like the director should have said, yeah. like, hey, just so you mm-hmm. know, you're actually, like, in your 40s, so, you know, you don't have to play it as a 20-year-old. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I, I feel like he did not get proper direction. Agreed. I'm just and grumpy also, guys. This I think they did. <laughs> I think he didn't get proper direction because they didn't give a shit about this episode. That's my personal yeah. opinion. I don't think they cared about this episode because it was a clip episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. um, yeah. So, because uh, this creeped me out when I was seeing it, I was like, ah, what is happening here? <laughs> Because then you get, like, a little bit of the Watcher tattoo when he, uh, when she, like, goes and attacks him and stuff. So, you know, she's definitely a Watcher. All right. Now we get a scene of uh, Joe's bar with all the Watchers. All of our Watcher friends. I, I either need to know a lot more about this organization or a lot less. Yeah. <laughs> I I want to, I actually want to know more. And this would have been the episode to do that. And they yeah. didn't do it. And so now I'm just like, are we, I guess we're not going to get it anymore. Like, I, 
Like, I, it's very frustrating. Yeah. This episode, super duper frustrating. Uh, the only thing we really find out is that rule number one for Watchers is an immortal and a Watcher can't be friends. I wrote that in my oh, notes. That is rule number one. <laughs> yeah, I loved that scene where Joe's being confronted. Yeah. Because it was so funny. It because is. it was like, it was like him and Duncan were in like a relationship. Yeah. Like they're boyfriends. Oh, yeah. Like we know they are. Save it, save and it. It was just oh, yeah, so yeah, funny. Yeah, because we're okay. gonna have talk about We don't have much to talk about Claire. Please don't get us to bed. Um, okay, okay, okay. But yeah, okay, so we have Ian, Mike, Joe, uh, who were the other? Oh, so that was the scene. Oh, then Rita shows up. Justin, Maureen. What's the occasion that they're all hanging out in the same town? I mean, I don't know how many watchers there are supposed to be out in the world. Like, seemingly one for every immortal, but... Um, That's what it seems like, right? But at the same Ooh. time, I'm like, so does Richie have his own watcher, or does that just fall under Joe because it's like his area? Yeah, because like Justin and Maureen, they're the married couple and they're both just watching one guy. So I don't know how this works. I guess maybe some can handle multiple watchers and multiple watchers can just do Ooh. one thing or I, 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 because I, like, like, I don't know. They should be like spread out over the world. Like, do they just, I don't know, once, twice a year they get together and play cards? Like what? Yes. Well, because, okay, so, because that's exactly it, right? So Rita was just in China with her, with Michael Christian because he killed Mei Ling, which means Ian was also in China with Mei Ling. Mm-hmm. And then they both flew, everyone flew back to Seacouver. What, like, why is Michael Christian in Seacouver? Why do, <laughs> what is the explanation I mean, there? just to kill Duncan, I would assume. Yeah, I guess. But then what, the, yeah. But you think but yeah, that would so, be real suspicious if, you know, he were to kill Duncan. That would be super suspicious to the rest of the Watchers, right? I, but then she's, think? if it's like a scheduled thing where they come back and play cards, so she's come back to play cards, then does... As as his watcher, let's say they're not in league, does she just leave him for like a, a week when she flies back to Seacouver? Or well, they barely or watch some... as is. Yeah, well, I know. I we'll know. talk about that more. Yeah, or is it more like, hey, uh, you know, Joe has this bar, and so he's like, whenever anyone's in town, let me know. And he just knew a couple of them were going to be in town. And he's like, hey, everyone, since everyone's going to be in town, by everyone, it's a handful of watchers. Yeah. Do you guys just want to come over and play cards? Like, I feel like that. That's more likely. Like, he's got his bar open to any watcher who wants to stop Mm -hmm. by. And maybe they have, like, a like a shared calendar so everyone knows their travel arrangements. Sure. Because <laughs> seemingly there should be hundreds of watchers out there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah like I just and feel like... A weird, a weird concentration of them in Seacouver. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, there is a weird concentration of immortals, so that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I just... Uh, I do think there has to be a ton of watchers, but those are the things I would like to know more about, and they're just not giving it to me. Yeah, and I also need to know, is Joe in charge or not? Yeah, because it does. It's not clear. From yeah, this one. this one makes it seem no. like he's just like he's um, just a one of the regular watchers. I think yeah. he's just a watcher who's been around a while. I don't know who's in charge. I mean, before they really made it seem like him and his brother were like they were yeah. like the top guys. Baby Joe got demoted once they found out that he knew about uh, what's his face, his cu- his brother-in-law. Uh, maybe I don't know, but like I demoted by who? <laughs> I don't know. If they were in charge, who's demoting him? Like, if you want to tell me, like, oh, yeah, he's regional manager, like, of the, <laughs> yeah, North, Joe is, he's Joe's assistant in charge of Northwest. 
Yeah, he's 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 now just over Sea Coover. He really got yeah. bumped down. <laughs> I mean, but Sea Coover's a big area, so but I still feel <laughs> lots, like lots of activity. Yeah. It should at least seem like if Joe isn't isn't the top guy, he's like like the there's the only people above him are like like the top like three like the uh, high council yeah. or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I need it to be the high camp council. That's very fancy sounding. Yeah. Um, but but you know because like. We we get into it later, but like when Ian is like yelling at Rita and saying she needs to be reassigned, it's not like she's telling Joe to reassign her. So there's clearly somebody mm. above them somewhere. I mean, I think the problem is that after this show, uh, Buffy came along and did a Watchers Council that made yeah. sense. Mm. Like they actually developed their Watchers. Even yeah. though when I first started watching Buffy, I was like, are they just ripping off Highlander? Like, why do they have Watchers? <laughs> <laughs> nice. No, nah, and they they made a clear like distinction. Like, like here, we're this weird evil organization. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, they did. They did a lot better job than maybe they learned from Highlander. Like, okay, if we're gonna have some watchers, <laughs> let's actually have some. They watchers. need to watch. Um, yeah, and it just seems like they because there was a thing I didn't read it, but it was like part of the DVD extras where Adrian Paul is talking a little bit about the Watchers, and it was just saying like from a show's perspective, they were trying to use the Watchers as the audience, like kind of the audience's way into the immortal world. Mm-hmm. But they don't. I don't think that but they do a good job of doing ages. that. No. no, and we don't meet them for ages. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just and a it, real but- way to um, give information about people from a long time ago that Duncan hasn't met. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which, you know, like, that's that's fair, and I would rather it just then stay with, like, us just really seeing Joe and not learning about all these other Watchers. Yeah. Um, or do the flip side and, like, let us into that world and let us, like, look at that. Yeah. <laughs> but they don't do that either. No. <laughs> They're like, half-assing yeah. on both fronts. Either give us yeah. more or give us less. Um, so while they are playing cards, I believe this is maybe where Maureen and Justin talk about Trent, and they talk about how he hasn't used a sword in years, and they also think that he's been, um, writing romance no- novels under a screen, uh, a pseudonym, and- I, this is, so I went, because I was like trying to find information on this episode. Like, I was really just being like, was there a purpose other than money (laughs) to do the clip episode? Like, was there something in production that got sidetracked and they couldn't do the episode they wanted to do? Like, anything, right? Mm. But, um, but I did come across information about Trent. <laughs> oh, did you? Because oh. I just tried to look up Trent and okay. I, so I his didn't last, like what I It's found. his last name. So, hold on. I, I thought you were going to have it, so I didn't save it. Hold oh, on. okay. Um, no, I'll tell you what I found is when I looked it up on that website, I came across Elaine Trent. And I was like, oh, who's Elaine Trent? And it's like, oh, that's the woman that's in the episode we don't talk about because of the oh. reaction to her. Yeah, we can't talk about that episode. No. All right, hold on a second. But she was great. Um, Nothing but respect. His name is Jackson Trent. Oh my god. I'm seeing him. I'm seeing him. I'm (laughs) seeing this guy. So I also found out that a lot of this information comes off of that Watcher's Chronicle CD-ROM. Yeah, yeah. So that's where they're getting... Because, you know, we keep talking about, like, where the fuck are they getting this? Well, it's because they put out... Like, the the show put out this Watcher's CD-ROM thing. So that's that's where they're getting it from. Oh, this is good. 
Um, I'll, I'll send Claire the, the picture of it yeah, if you want to read absolutely. about Jags and Trent. Claire, you enjoy this photo of the Unabomber, and I will uh, <laughs> and I will read, Jackson Trent managed to survive the game for nearly 300 years. He was no fighter, but lived alone in the country. Jackson stayed away from other immortals and enjoyed the company of his cats. He lived a peaceful Aww. and quiet life. Jackson wrote romance novels under the name Evangeline, as well as many other stories. Many of them contained sword fighting, swashbuckling, villains, and ladies in distress. His sword was <laughs> seldom used. Oh, I can't actually see him, Tammy. Let me have a look. Oh, I I put it in the. Oh, there he is. Oh, it is the Unibomb. Yeah. <laughs> but oh, he just like cats and just wanted to. Yeah, read, he just like, he just hung books. out with his cats. That's um, it. That would be me if I was an immortal. He was born in 1712 um, in Cornwall, uh, and he oh. died in 1747 <laughs> when he fell from a seaside cliff. <laughs> Oh. That's what I thought was hilarious. Yeah, it's a goodie. <laughs> He's my new favorite immortal. Well, he was killed by Michael Christensen, so. Uh, yeah, because yeah, uh, he was, what he was just... to his cats? Great question. <gasps> they yeah. ate his body. Yeah, what he about was his just unfinished like, works? chilling. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> As Evangeline. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. But yeah, so I had read about him and, and I think my favorite thing I mean there was a lot there yeah. that I enjoyed, but I really liked that he he originally died by falling yes. off a seaside cliff. It's <laughs> great. Whoa! <laughs> yes. Oh, so funny. Um, so, yeah, so that's kind of, like, the big thing out of this scene. Uh, they also, like, Rita was trying to tell Ian, like, oh, I'm, I'm really sorry about mailing. And Ian's just like, meh, whatevs. <laughs> yeah. Um, which, Brad... I- I assume you have information on Mei Ling, but isn't she super old? Um, well, hold on one second. One second. I lost the page. I had it before. Come back. No. Oh. Oh my God. She was born in 785 AD. Wow. So pretty fucking old. So I feel like if you're Ian, even if you don't care about Mei Ling as a person, like she's a fucking old ass immortal. Like you should just be like, yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like that's something, but I, I thought yeah. it was weird that she didn't care. All right, I finally got the website that. back up. Um, All right. Uh, Mei Ling Shen arrived in the Forbidden City as the newest concubine of petty official Yat Yang Ku of the Emperor... Oh boy, we got a lot of names here. Um, <clears throat> He had a deep and very obvious fondness for his newest and youngest concubine. A few Ooh. months after Mei Ling's arrival, Yat's senior wife had her poisoned. That's how she died. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So she was born 785, uh, died 810. So that's add her to the list, right? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think so. Well, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let's not let's not get ahead of ourselves. Um, oh, that's true. Yeah. I, she would 785. That's I mean, she would yeah. be she would be the youngest old immortal on our list. But I'll I'll put her in for now. She may get bumped. Yeah, she might get bumped out, yeah. I mean, currently that would put her at uh, number 10 on the list. So anybody comes along, she's getting bumped. All right. Wow. All right. That's fair. Just saying, because, uh, but right, right, uh, uh, oh, hold on. Wait a minute. Why is this all out of, wait, is that right? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's yeah, right. Yeah, that's right. Um, Who's the oldest? Is it still Nefertiri? Oh, yeah, yeah, Nefertiri by far. Um, Darius yeah. is, is right is right before her. Oh, let's bump him out. Ugh. Oh, that's why oh, Grayson and Darius are backwards for some reason on this list. So I was like, how is Grayson? So Grayson is, uh, is right next to her. So Grayson, will- uh. so if two more come along, Grayson and Mei Ling get bumped, but uh, 
Ay, ay, ay. All right. Um, yeah, I just thought, I was like, oh, she's pretty fucking old. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh, and then in 1276, she was a Chinese, uh, let's see, in 1276, Chinese warrior Kim Sung of the Song Dynasty suffered his first death in battle against the Mongol horde, and, um... We all remember him Mei Ling his great became- outfit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Mei Ling became his first teacher. Uh, so, so, uh, let's see. Mm-mm, where was I? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I just thought it was weird that Ian didn't care, basically. That was my comment on that. Yeah. Mm. Like, I, I get that they shouldn't get overly connect- connected to their immortals, but also, you like... feel sad that such yeah. an immortal is... And also, you, you like, spend your life just fucking watching their life happen, so... Well, yeah. uh, you know, the thing is, and they allude to the fact that he was overly emotional about uh, Darius... Yes. ...before. Um, so he also, just gets old immortals to yeah. follow. But also, if you're watching Darius, it's pretty easy to be... Uh, wow like emotionally distant because you're just like you know watching some boring ass coward also <laughs> so that not was my other question so if ian was watching darius yeah how did he uh-huh. not see all these fucking fools walk in and kill him how did he not think like well this is weird that all of my my watcher friends are walking exactly. into darius's church i yeah. thought that was so fucking weird because i was like i had never even i just assumed one of them was darius's watcher of course yeah, yeah. that would make sense it's insane. So, it's absolutely fucking insane. I mean, I understand that if you're being the Darius's watcher is like a real part-time job. You're working yeah. three hours a week. Because what are you gonna do? Go to a church he service? Went to go grab lunch while they go. I mean, oh, no, toilet break. <laughs> like, and what he do you came do? Back. I mean, the best way to watch Darius, I don't know, get a job at the church, I guess. Yeah. I'll sweep. Like, I don't know. But don't they do that? Like, what do you do? Like, there's yeah. no reason to watch Darius. There's nothing to see. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, but yeah, you should so notice what... if all your friends show up in town. Yeah. It's so dumb. So weird. So, um, yeah, those were the things that I thought were interesting. Also, is this Mike guy a watcher, or is he just a bartender, or is he both? <laughs> I, I think he's got to be a watcher. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Like he's, I was it's very be, confused by that guy. <laughs> no, because I, and again, going with the idea that at least Joe is definitely a high up, if not the top, which he should be the top, because that's what they kind of said before. Uh-huh. Um, nope. Like, I'm sure he's like, you know, just giving jobs to, to watchers just to keep them, you know. Got it. I don't, I don't know how much you paid as a watcher, if anything. Yeah. Maybe he's a watcher in training. What's the difference? Yeah, true. Like, all you're doing is yeah. like very badly watching someone and taking notes. Yeah. <laughs> so we're, so this scene ends with um, Justin talking about uh, that the you know well, they're all talking about like you never know when it's gonna happen you never know when someone's gonna fucking die and then Justin's like yeah the one that surprised me the most was Grayson no one would think anyone would kill that son of a bitch and uh, t- which I was like language on this show oh my god <laughs> I was thinking just- wow I can't believe we're mentioning Grayson because I didn't know we were in a clip show yet <laughs> yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. which I would have loved if they just dropped the name without the clip. Yeah. Like, that would have been great. For the true fans like us. Exactly! For for us. (laughs) And then Mm -hmm. Joe said um, he only saw the beginning. Looked like McLeod was finished, but then I didn't want to stick around and see see it happen. So, (laughs) how many of these fucking guys, these watchers are like, ooh, I don't want to see them die, so I'm out of here. (laughs) You've got one job to do, watchers. fucking watch! Yeah. (laughs) The only thing... Like they are so, so he, bad at their job. So he didn't yeah. he didn't even see Grayson go down. <laughs> like 
And who was Grayson's watcher? Did that guy see it? Oh, let me let me look. Let me look. Great okay. question. Who was Grayson's watcher? Grayson. Oh, get out of here. Um, Grayson, former Claudius. Um, which of course we all know he was born in 325, died 365, uh, fighting the invading Goths. Um, his watcher was Mara Shoner. Mara Shoner. Oh, well, she so, also didn't do a very good job. She's not. She didn't even have an entry on this fucking page. No, so. no, it's just it's literally just saying that she was his watcher from 1990 to 1993. So not. So I have a feeling. Do like these people just get flipped around a lot? Like you I only watch so. someone for so many years, and then... maybe so they don't get grow attached. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it's I assume it's also mostly boring. And again, also, yeah. particularly job. being Darius's one, like you want to spend 20, 30 years just watching Darius. No, thanks. I feel like God. this is just like a rich, like you know how like sometimes like rich people get like weird, like like weird p- jobs, like part time mm. jobs. Tammy, yeah. you definitely know about this. Um, like, Absolutely, rich people getting weird part time jobs. Like yes, like they sir. get like yeah, like they sometimes they'll get like on like boards of like like charitable oh, yeah. organizations and shit. Yeah, and it, they they say it's what they do, and they like, oh yeah, that was oh, of course I spent a few hours working with whatever organization and it's really just like i don't know ah, it's nothing that's what being a watcher is only it's nerdier and weirder yeah it's it's super extra (laughs) like this idea of like these fucking watchers um all right so when we get this first clip by the way i didn't even think that was very weird because we have had clips before oh yeah we've got a ton of clips before yeah they they love to pad the show out yeah, absolutely. So I didn't when we first got this one clip, I was if this whole scene, I was like, you know what? Okay, and I could see it because this clearly was a a big fight. I remember when we watched it. Uh, my favorite clip of us is when we talked about it initially, like that. The fact that Duncan was concerned about fighting Grayson was a big deal. So, like, mm-hmm. yeah. I was fine seeing this clip until it got to, like, clip show mania. And then I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so we get this entire fight scene. I think it would have been fun if they had, like, edited in, like, Joe in the background somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Running away. <laughs> Yeah, that's what they should have yeah, done. They should have they should have added us getting to see the watchers in the background yeah, and shit. Exactly. Like, yeah, exactly. Those are easy to shoot. Like, yeah. uh, you just show them like because you've got all these actors right now, so you just shoot them like you know looking behind something. It, you don't even have to show just show it close. Yeah. It's easy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Lazy. Exactly. Yeah, because I was like, was I supposed to see Joe back there somewhere? Um, back to the game. Uh, Rita says, I guess the lesson is never underestimate McLeod. And uh, Joe says he yeah, he survived. He's uh, surprised a few people. And I'm like, has he? Like, I just feel like he's a badass guy. Like, Ooh. is that surprising? Um, Rita, of course, is poking around to find about <laughs> out about his weaknesses. She's so obvious as well. <laughs> yes, oh. she might as well have like a twirly mustache on. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then people are telling Rita, I'm surprised that your Christian guy is still around. <laughs> Which that's that's pretty funny, especially since she's the one just making, helping him kill people. Um, Ian is saying she's getting too close to her her subject. Too close to the truth, you might say. Yeah, maybe. I mean, why why are they like, um, so like, I'm surprised he's still around. There's like a little kid immortal running around. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that guy's watcher? Yeah, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> 
What a pain in the ass that has to be, because that kid's slippery. Like, how do you even watch that kid? <laughs> well, also, like, I mean, it, like, if you're if you're a little kid watcher, oh boy, that's no good. You're no. Uh-uh. People, society's gonna be on watching you for that one. <laughs> exactly. Don't trust. Do not trust that watcher. No, no. Um, yeah, Ian, Ian keeps pushing her, saying that she's just too close to him, and she's like, oh, you judge me? Be- you know, you're just over here, like, playing fucking cards. <laughs> like, which I'm just like, what does that have to do? Yeah, basically because he doesn't care about mailing. But apparently, he's only been her watcher for two years. So after Darius, that's when he started watching mailing. Mm. Who was watching her before? I don't know. How does this all work? I don't know. No clue. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then she gets all pissed and she, like, walks out. And she's, after she's, well, really, like... it's because she's got all the info. Yeah. After she, like, takes the cards and starts tearing them up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a little dramatic. Yeah. Oh, she's super she extra can't... about it. <laughs> it's like, hey, um... I, we get your point, but um, now we gotta go and buy a new deck of cards, so yeah. fuck you. This is coming out of your expenses. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, so then we've got a sad sack scene uh, where Joe has to tell Duncan about Mei Ling. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I like Joe's, uh, I mean, it's a classic Joe look. I, we've definitely yes. seen the jacket before, but I like uh, it with the green shirt. Yeah. It's good. Well, it's like a, a, yeah, it's like the black shirt over the green shirt yeah. and then the blazer, which I like. He always looks good, except for when he was mourning the love of his life. What's her name? Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember How her name. dare Sally? you forget her name? Sally, was it? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, what about Duncan's hat? Oof. Hair cover? What the fuck no. is this thing? No, that's no Sock? good. No. I don't know what this is. He's wearing on his head. He's wearing a fucking... Uh, Duncan. Yeah, it's no good. Oh, no so good. Bad. Just a bandana. Looks not good. It's it's awful. Like, I did a double take when I saw that. I was like, he's not. Mm-mm. Is he? And then I was like, oh, no. Yeah. And then when he takes it off, his hair's even, like, flatter. It's so bad. Oh, by the way, there's a customer coming into my store doesn't wear a mask um wears a bandana across his face he's his shirt he always wears a polo shirt brad i'm sorry absolutely filthy because it's covered in sweat and grease and all this it's disgusting this guy absolutely stinks and he wears this bandana and he admitted to us once that he's not washed it wears it across his face has not washed it since the start of the pandemic what the hell why Mm. what because he's disgusting also how did that come out in a conversation (laughs) Great because question. he proudly told us he's one of these guys who is looking for a reaction wants to argue about stuff so I've just told the staff just don't engage with him because he will literally like trap you in a conversation to get like a rise out of you he knows he's an arsehole and he knows he's an arsehole he's like one of those people and so he just brought it up to like get a reaction out of us but I absolutely believe it he is disgusting absolutely disgusting so now if he comes in if he like engages anyone in conversation I've told all the staff oh no you have a if you ask two questions just point in the direction of what he wants and then you have an uh, urgent phone call to place <laughs> so that's what we do that's our our thing we do but yeah but you would believe it because this thing is absolutely revolting so just thought i'd put out that out there guys weird that is a weird guy i hope he oh, never comes back although it sounds like he's there all the time yeah yeah well he doesn't come in all the time he'll ask he'll say hey when are you getting why don't you have this color of this painting and we'll say because we haven't had a delivery for a month this is the exact date we're getting the next delivery on the first and then he'll he'll be so we're like so if you come in on the first you'll definitely get one and then he'll wait until the end of the month and then come in and complain that we haven't gotten any so he is it's it's on purpose he's an arsehole 
Wow. Yeah. Um. So, what did you guys think? How how sad Joe was. How sad Duncan was. Why didn't they hug and kiss it out? Seriously. You know. Um, so <laughs> this episode, I was already so bored that I paused it. Um. During the first flashback. Um. Well, I don't know. The, one of the one of the flashbacks yeah. early that we just had. I don't remember which one. I guess it was Grayson. Um. And. I like there's a couple of times I paused this and I just was doing something else and looking at my phone. I was like, oh yeah, I gotta keep watching this episode of Highlander. <laughs> like I forgot I was watching the show. Um, so when he came in, I was like, I don't know what's what's he, what's going on. What is he so sad about? Oh, oh yeah, he's gonna. Oh, that's what's happening right now. Okay, cool. Um, I kind of love these like diary books that they have. Like, yeah, they're so pretty. Yeah. Duncan have one of these? Yeah, and is it like one book book per watcher or one book for each? Um, I mean, or multiple books per immortal? I, I mean, some of them might be short or whatever. Like, how does that work? What oh, is there? I meant, sorry, does Joe have one of these? Not Duncan. Sorry. I, yeah. I would. That's why I'm sorry. Yeah, that's why I'm trying to figure out. Like, how does this all work? How do, how do they? Mm. They're not good at watching. No. I assume they're just good at documenting, maybe. <laughs> but while they're so busy scribbling all these notes, anything could be going on because they're not watching. Just yeah. their job. Well, we've seen how bad they are at their jobs. So, yeah. do you reckon now in the reality of Highlander, because obviously this is all real, they just have like little like body cams and just record everything and then upload it at the end of the day, and they're like, well, oh, and they just watch it on like five times speed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, just like sit, like it's like one o'clock in the morning, and they're just like sitting there with like a cup of coffee, just uh, reviewing. It's like, all right, let's go. He's going uh, going to the store. Oh, okay, cool. Make a note mm-hmm. there. Put that in the spreadsheet. All right. What else is going on? Oh, yeah. Oh. <sighs> Just put my feet up. All right, cool. Let's, uh, um, now let's watch another episode of Game of Thrones. <laughs> uh, so Joe tells him that it was this Michael Christian and Duncan goes, the fuck is that? <laughs> it's great. It's great. <laughs> It's the most bland name for a... a oh, a absolutely. It is. it is. Yeah, definitely. But I just like that Duncan's just like, well, who is that? <laughs> like, I don't even know. Dang, like, you're not um, going to know every immortal. No. No. But I think his thought was like, hey, this, this lady was pretty hardcore. Like, someone big time would have had to take her out. I mean, she yeah. has a sword to the pool. Yeah. yeah. And, and that is not the case at all. So, um... Let's see. Oh, and then we get our actual flashback, which was uh, 17 80 in Mongolia. Brad, tell us about that time frame, please. Yes, uh, friends, we are looking at uh, 1780 Outer Mongolia. Um, Now, of course, um, prior to this, uh, we saw Duncan wearing a real stupid outfit, as we do every week in the opening credits with uh, Kim Sun yep. and his shitty drugs that didn't work. Um, that was that was obviously the same <laughs> year, so this was right after that. So apparently he left Party City, uh, got another outfit, got a got a wacky hat, and uh, moved over to Mongolia. So cool, makes sense. Uh, now this is two years after uh, Duncan uh, learned to take a bath in Japan. <laughs> yes, so, that's no, what I was. That's that was my thought. Is like, oh, this is must must have been after he learned to take a bath. Oh yeah, yeah. This is two years after you learned to take a bath. So they, that's they have to have a spreadsheet as well on the show, right? Of all the years, so they know whether Duncan still has a Scottish accent or not. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. So and then this is uh, this is three years before um, uh, uh, Kyler killed uh, Baron de Shields at the French Chateau. So 
you oh. know we're about to we're, we're, we're getting close to uh, um, hanging out in Paris all the time so alright yeah so this was this is his Asian tour before going to Paris seriously pretty much <laughs> pretty much 1753 through 1780 so um, about 30 years there he's just hanging out his his accent is just so terrible. I can barely understand anything he says half the time he speaks. I'm just like, Adrian Paul, please stop using this accent. <laughs> um, and is this guy wearing like a, it looks like a watcher medallion, right? This guy Khan? Oh, is he? Yeah. Because then we focus oh. in on that medallion and it's a watcher symbol. I didn't even catch that. Yeah. That's, that's kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, if yeah. the watchers weren't so lame, that would be pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but I like the idea that every once in a while, now that we know about them, mm-hmm. if they show them somehow in the past, that's kind of fun. Yeah. yeah um, I do like that. Um, though I will say, like, this guy, uh, yeah, I like this better that this guy is a watcher because I was like, is this. Is this one of those Iron Eyes Cody guys where, like, I'm like, I don't think he's Asian, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of hard to say, right? Yeah. Because, it, uh, yeah. I mean, what people, you know, whatever. But like, I was, I was, I was afraid for a second. I was like, wait, is he Italian? Are we gonna do the, one of those? <laughs> and when we do get those group shots a little bit later, especially, you can definitely see there's some white dudes. Um, well, we're it, not yeah, seeing their faces. The, here's the thing with like Mongolia in general, like what I've seen in like especially when we have tv shows because it's like east asia there is like some mix typically of you know like because it borders russia so you're getting like also european mixed in with asian cultures you get the whole steep people's situation going on there. yeah absolutely yeah so i wasn't i wasn't too like put off but i see what you're saying yeah yeah at first i was like oh that's an italian guy it was like oh wait no okay okay we're okay we're okay And he says, this is a wrestling match. <laughs> it's like, oh my God, hey. sir, come on. I mean, listen, I, the, like, there's a lot of Italian guys that like to pretend to be other other peoples. It is Absolutely. a real problem Hollywood has had for a while. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Um, Especially when it comes to Native Americans. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so Khan is there and he is like, uh, got these wrestling guys. I thought this was, I thought this was fun. Again, this was pre me knowing this was going to be a complete clip show. I liked this, this flashback. I had, I thought the flashback was fun. I liked, I love Duncan just getting thrown the fuck over. Like it was so funny. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. Um, and also Duncan, like just taking it in because he loves this shit. Like he lives for this to like, like this is like a little kid playing, like you know, wrestling with his friends. Like yeah, he just and loves I like the it. fact that it wasn't a thing where like, um, like he beats Duncan and then Duncan has to learn how to fight him and then Duncan's able to throw him at the end. It's just yeah. like no, Duncan just got thrown <laughs> and like yeah, that's just it. Yeah, we move on. It's we're not we're not, it's we're not gonna go on a journey of him learning to be a sumo wrestler or something. No, we're no. just a one time. <laughs> yep, that guy kicked his ass. Um, but I I will say be, especially because the costume designer talked about. Uh, this episode, I do like the costume costuming in these flashback Mongolian scene. Yeah, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. like even like the belt the sumo wrestler wears. That's like kind of like a, a suede ish. Like it's de- definitely like an animal skin mm-hmm. of a belt. Like all of that stuff is like very cool to look at. 
Um, and the fact that, again, like, to think, like, God, you've got to pull this shit together very quickly. <laughs> like, it's so crazy mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. Um, and just to think this is the same year that they were at Party City. <laughs> yeah. The first yeah. season. But a whole different <laughs> costume designer. Very wild. Um, all right. So he he feels the buzz of mailing, And she's badass. Yeah. Like, her little turbany thing. Her whole look. I'm feeling her whole look. Yeah. <laughs> just. I love it so much. Um, and I just like the way she like handles a sword. Like it's a different, oh, yeah. it's a different thing. Yeah. I like it. And, and she, she's not fucking with him. Like, you know, cause Duncan, a lot of times will come into a situation and be like, Oh, I'm not here to hurt you. And she's like, I don't give a fuck. I might hurt you. Like, I'm not, she's not going to trust him right away. And we see that a lot where people all of a sudden trust Duncan after he says, oh, I'm not here to hurt you. People like all of a sudden are just like, oh, okay. And it's like, why? And she doesn't. She does not trust Mm -hmm. him right away. And I like that as well. Um, When we got her flashbacks, I was like, why didn't we, this is another one. Like we could have had a lot more or intense storyline of the Watchers and we definitely could have gotten more of Mei Ling and I'm sad that she's seeing her just in these flashbacks. I'm sad she's gone and we don't get any more of her yeah mm-hmm. yeah because she's a fun character i think yeah um duncan is the most misogynistic he's ever been ever in this scene mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he cannot believe she knows how to fight or that she's a oh, teacher wo- 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 woman <laughs> i mean he says forgive me but you're a woman <laughs> <laughs> and she says are you always this observant <laughs> pretty good. Oh, so good. So, uh, and she also knocks Duncan off his feet, which is great as well. Um, and so for for him, he does want to learn from her, and that makes sense, because she looks like, you know, she's obviously taught people and all that Ooh. stuff, so. Um, and then we get a flashback within a flashback, which again, this is not the first time that's happened. It's just a lot on top of a lot, is Ooh. what this, this episode is. Um, and yeah, we get the flashback to the samurai, and him learning to fight with uh, a Hideo <laughs> and his terrible fucking accent then too. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the where he uh, commits suicide. Yeah. yeah. Just it's just so many flashbacks in this. It's yeah. just like. And then we go back to the original <laughs> flashback where he's still talking to Mei Ling. Yep. We're uh, still in flashback land. Yeah. It's so so many flashbacks. Um, and then we're finally back to him and his dojo and him just being like antsy and upset and having to even open a window. He's so upset he has to open a window, Claire. <laughs> oh, that really is being upset. <laughs> Why doesn't he throw that ugly shirt out of the window? Why doesn't he take a brush to that fucking hair? <laughs> Why doesn't he throw his bandana out the window as well? Well, he did take it off, so. Yeah. At least. No, no, it has to, it has to disappear. It has to disappear Otherwise, forever. he might wear it again. Oh, yeah, I mean, it did disappear. We we don't know that it didn't go out the window. Well, if he wears it next episode... Well, then I'm going to cry. Oh, God. Brad, I'll hold you accountable. I, I'm saying he should, and I'm just saying we don't see it, so we don't know what happened. Ooh. Oh, so this next scene... Oof. By the way, in the transcript, it's a luxury motorhome. <laughs> Is it... <laughs> Is it? <laughs> Not really. So him brushing, like the mm-hmm. way he's sitting, the yes. way he brushes his teeth, all of this, like that's all of that is like he's a child. Yeah. He's a small child. And it really grosses me out when she's yeah. anything like when her being motherly with her, all of the things, it just grosses me out. He's a 40 something um, year old man. He's a 40 yeah. year old man who's brushing his teeth and then playing with his toothbrush like it's a sword. Yep. That's a 40 yeah. something year old dude. Yeah. Hey, and I, I, I'm 42. 
too, and I do that every night. Oh, boy. Would you oh, ever boy. let anyone see you do that? Uh, no. <laughs> That's the difference. You better not be watching, Brad. Like, oh my god, and, and especially <laughs> if 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 you did that, if you were playing with your toothbrush and mm-hmm. someone saw you that you intended to ever have a sexual congress with, um, I like <laughs> impos- impossible, impossible, <laughs> impossible, <laughs> Dunzo, Dunzo forever. Oh my god. <laughs> um, this is the line that I was like, oh, so this must not. I mean, well, I mean, it makes sense. She doesn't have a permanent place because they're traveling all over but um she says it's nice to have a real kitchen instead of a mini bar for once first of all you don't have a real Almost kitchen like a real home you don't have a real kitchen yeah no no you're, fucking... you're like glamping right now yeah and best um and she says it's better than living out of a suitcase and Christian wants to fight McCloud now. And Rita's like, no, bad immortal. No, not doing that. Naughty. And Mama, we're going to go after Trent first. Tonight. Yeah. Your fuck mommy boss says no. God, oh, no. Fuck mommy, no. <laughs> this fuck mommy boss. Brad. That's, I'm sorry. That's what it is. Uh, like in, what is this uh, he's eating? Pancakes. Mr. Is whatever his was in X-Files okay. Deep Throat, we called his Mulder's father lover. He she, put his toothbrush on his pancake. Oh. Uh, and she, by the way, she only makes pan. She makes pancakes for him. It's yeah. And brings the syrup man. over. And like it, it's not like she makes a plate of pancakes and then they have pancakes. She makes him pancakes and then sits down. Yeah. Ooh, nice. After she like pets him. Oh, this is so fucking I, disturbing. Like, yeah, this is gross. I don't. I do not like it. <laughs> Oh, and that toothbrush just right there on a pancake. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like why right is it there? there? On a pancake. Also, is his mouth just full of toothpaste? I. Uh... <laughs> oh God! <laughs> this scene has too many questions and no answers. <laughs> uh, listen, I just like to. I, what I like to do is, you know, uh, of course, every like you, know, you brush your teeth, but then throughout the day, I just have like a dry toothbrush. I just give it, get in there, and just give it, a, give it a dry brush every once in a while. Don't need any toothpaste. Ooh. Just want to. Make sure I'm keeping those dentals clean. If that was the case, I kind of respect it, but not when you put the toothbrush on your food. No, because that's gross. No. There's there's Good. nothing there's nothing to respect here, Brett. I'm sorry. No, I, just I, listen, I, I I like somebody that's always got a toothbrush on them. I appreciate that because I always have a toothbrush on me. Yeah, but that's this this guy is not that guy. No, this is definitely not that guy. <laughs> like I appreciate what you're trying to do, but you are defending someone who cannot be defended. Listen, I'm just tr- I'm trying. Can you imagine though? This guy's been like literally brushing his teeth at the table mouth like full of toothpaste and now let's let's eat these pancakes let me just let me hold on let me me just swallow down this toothpaste i guess and then uh eat some pancakes gross i love i love when the flavors of toothpaste and pancakes mix yeah um by the way guys at this next point we're gonna we're gonna get into another flashback in a sec and by that point my notes i just put holy flashbacks batman (laughs) i just was so (laughs) like this is insane why are we having so many this is when i started to realize like oh this is gonna be the entire episode yeah, because I Cause still kept that like thinking. Feeling. Yeah, because I still kept thinking. Oh, okay, you know what else? It, w- it wasn't. It wasn't things we hadn't done before. Yeah, but usually it's like 
once in one episode. <laughs> um, so right before that flashback or the montage of flashbacks that we got, uh, we're, in, we're with Joe and Ian and Joe's trying to tell Ian, don't you think you were a little hard on Rhea, Rita? Which is like, no, that bitch also like tore apart your cards. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. she's a real creep. Like, yeah. um, and he says, no, she's getting too close to Christian, which is why I kept thinking the guy's name is Christian, but that's just his last name. So what else? Yeah. Um, and then this is where Joe says, so you think she's projecting a little? After her son died, Christian became much more important to her. <laughs> and that's when I think collectively all three of us just went, oh no! <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah, he says we have rules. Uh, and Joe's, Joe's really like <laughs> trying to like not out himself. And he's like, you know, sometimes we get attached. That's just what happens. <laughs> Nope. Uh, yeah. Bad people. And we find out Ian had been watching Darius for thirty years. <laughs> I mean, what a what an easy job. <laughs> He's probably just pissed. He probably wasn't really even watching Mei Ling. <laughs> Yeah. He's like, she's out doing way too much. I don't feel like doing Like, what what do you think those Darius notes look like? Today he swept. Oh, he's talking to somebody now. He prayed. (laughs) I mean, he's praying. Oh, he's walking around the grounds. (laughs) Up, stayed in today. (laughs) (laughs) So fucking dumb. Um, Nothing happened. uh, So they, so then, yes, we get all the Darius flashback. All of them. Everyone. (laughs) How did you not know your friends killed your fucking immortal? So wild. Because, yeah, when I don't think I thought about it when Rita first mentioned Darius, but yeah. definitely right during this scene when he talked about him watching Darius for 30 years, and then we get the montage of flashbacks. I was like, so you just, like, watched all these guys just walk right in there. Like... <laughs> Like and if, also if they had used that if they if they had said hey I was Darius's watcher um I didn't I I saw our guys going towards the church and I didn't get involved because our job is just to watch and I didn't realize what was fucking happening like if they'd used that maybe yeah but like they didn't and it just makes yeah. him seem like Ooh. the worst yeah like maybe that's why he felt guilty because he yeah. didn't stop it like that would make sense yeah. but they yeah. didn't they, it was just he just was I don't know where yeah. the fuck he was no. he or wasn't even watching like, though hey, the last time um, some of us got involved is when uh, uh, we killed Darius so uh, <laughs> I don't like us getting involved because my immortal got killed yeah we've we're getting just so we count number of flashbacks Oof. scenes in this montage one Mm. two three four five six 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 flashbacks in this montage well i'm calling it flashbacks it's clips six clips in this montage i feel like there, there's a there's a very big difference between flashbacks and clips these were clips honestly i would prefer if they're gonna do a clip show just do a clip show yeah then this like 25 percent original episode 75 yeah. percent clip show bullshit because yeah. you end up wanting more original episode because, yeah yeah just just do it like you're trying to save money but you got to put something on tv i get it it's the yeah. 90s you can show off some of your favorite scenes like and this was a thing in the 90s yeah. like we had clip shows in the 90s Absolutely. so it's not like this is weird to have a clip show it's weird the way that they did it yeah um but we do i mean we do get one of my favorite clips which is duncan running and yelling darius mm-hmm. <laughs> And throwing the chairs to the side. I really do love that. (laughs) 
Again, so, if they if they if they just stuck in <laughs> a shot of this watcher douchebag peeping in the window. Yes. <laughs> I'm fine with it. <laughs> uh, that would be great. So funny. Like just right. give me give me a Rosencrantz and Guildenstern of Highlander moments. <laughs> that's okay, that's how you do the clip show. You just you, we show all the clips, but then we wait then we like stick in like little shots of various watchers that saw it. And we, we, you make the whole overall framing device, the watchers having a poker game and talking about shit they saw. That's how you do it. It could be yeah. real fun yeah. and really funny too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Because I, it just doesn't work. Like no. they, they either needed a clip show or they needed this very serious episode about what it is to be a watcher mm. and just dig deeper into it. Okay. Yeah. Um. So then, Ian Ian is basically talking about how he feels bad, not because he wasn't there or he didn't stop it, but just because the idea that there were the Watchers were the ones that killed Darius. Yeah. Um. And uh, Joe says, "Well, you know, Horton's the one that did all that. Feel bad for Darius. Uh, she, f- the way you feel for Darius, is the way Rita feels for Christian. Which I'm like, oh, I I don't think you mm-hmm. were that close to Darius." <laughs> <laughs> no. And Ian says, Michael Christian is no Darius. Um then Duncan walks in. I fucking love this so oh, much. So, so Duncan <laughs> walks in and is like, hey Joe. Uh and then Joe has to awkwardly introduce him to Ian. <laughs> so funny. Hi. <laughs> and he says, I was leaving for a couple days. I was wondering if I could take this with me. And he shows him the book. Oh, that Joe so had good. He's just like, love you, baby. <laughs> and uh, Joe's it. like, yeah, yeah, that's, I'm um, sure, sure, fine. I'll see ya, bye. <laughs> and then he says, I'll see you later, okay, Mac? And I'm like, oh, do they have a hot date later that oh, yeah. we don't know about? At the drive-in. Um, like, oof, that is awkward. It, awkward. Oh, it's so, this, if I'm going to pick a scene <laughs> in this episode, it is this one. Yeah. It is mm-hmm. so fucking good. Uh, and the second, like, the door has not even closed. Oh. And Ian is like, what the hell was that? Are you so fucking good. that immortal? Yes. <laughs> You're in love with that immortal, aren't you? And Joe is already trying to run out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. I, I like, Joe gives her, uh. like, I also I love Joe's just... <sighs> it's yes. so good. Like... <laughs> He's like looking at his feet to like. Oh, let me explain. Let me explain. Let me explain. Oh, it's so this scene uh, is this is this is the scene that honestly makes it like a better episode yeah. than some of yeah, the just terrible this one episodes. Bit. Um. So Ian is like, "Is this why you were defending Rita?" And Joe's like, "No. Um. I just don't think she was wrong." And it's like, "Well, yeah. Of course you do. Yeah, clearly, because <laughs> you're also fucking. You're immortal. Oh God. Nope. And then I, I mean, not even just is he fucking him, but he gave he gave. Duncan, one of the chronicles. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Uh, and Joe says, "You think I planned this? He found me. Was I supposed to do drop a cyanide tablet to keep my secret?" <laughs> <laughs> and he says, you should have resigned, be, uh, been reassigned immediately. <laughs> Who's reassigned? 
exciting people. Yeah. Tell me. Is he the boss? Yeah. What's happening? Who's in charge? Uh, and Joe says, sometimes in life, you have to do more than just watch. You gotta fuck. It's yeah. <laughs> like, whoa, Joe, calm down. <laughs> yeah, this scene was so good. Um, And then we get flashback to the fucking, like, just uh, his face again. Yeah, we had Duncan's uh, fighting montage. Yeah. And then, uh, let's see. Oh, it's weird. Am I? Did I skip something? Hold on. Yeah. Oh, they fight. Then we have a. We, then we go. We have a oh. flashback to killing Horton the first is. time. Yeah. Yeah. And then we go back to. That's it. That's it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's where I'm looking at. Okay. So like, I really hate rewatching the scene where Joe kills Horton the first time because mm-hmm. it's fake. And oh, I'm sorry. Really I'm, yeah, it. it's Joe killing Horton the first time, not the first time Horton died, nor is it the last <laughs> time Horton died. Exactly. It's the no. second time Horton died, but the first time that Joe killed him. Just for the yes, record. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. <sighs> but it's everything, everything is just fucking fake, and I hate it. I yeah. hate it. I hate mm-hmm. it. I hate it. And I hated rewatching it. And I'm like, ugh, ugh. Why do I have to be reminded of this guy and also these fake deaths? <laughs> yeah. Oh, thanks for reminding me why I think the watchers are lame and boring. Thanks. Yeah. Cool. Great idea in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> and then we're going to go to a scene of them. Uh, Ian and Joe. Uh, oh, great. Yeah, like, they're still, like, they're still arguing about like whether you should do this. Then we go back to Duncan, who's wearing another lame-ass outfit. Like, he is... This has not been a good fashion season for yeah. Duncan. Like, 95... Ninety-five. Apparently, the worst. I, I accidentally skipped around on my my screen. That's uh, why I was like, I am not in the right place. Where I'm, am I'm I? I'm at twenty-nine. Uh, <laughs> Thank 29, you. 20. No, I had accidentally hit hit it back to like fifteen minutes. I was like, no, this is not the right spot. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah. This is Ian Joe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. More of them, please. Please, more of Ian being self-righteous and yelling at Joe. <laughs> yeah, it's real cool. But uh, yeah, they finish that. Then we go to Duncan in his lame-ass outfit. Yeah. Just sitting staring at a rock in his fucking place. Uh, oh, this is also where Ian had told him that, uh, you know, don't think you're his friend. He's an immortal. You're a watcher. He's not your friend. He never will be. <laughs> I think that's really what made Joe feel sad. Yeah. <laughs> that's so lame. Like, I, hey, um, are you one of those watchers that, like, hate immortals? Because I thought we got rid of yeah. all you guys. Yeah. Nope. Yeah, what is this thing he's looking at? Like, just a rock? Yeah. You know, Duncan, Weird. he loves having a rock in his fucking place. <laughs> he wants to rock. <laughs> are you ready to rock? <laughs> Duncan, are you and then we rock? kind of like slide back into the Mongolian flashback. <laughs> um, yes, we do. And again, they're fighting and he's learning to fight and all of that stuff. Um, and she knees him in the groin, which is funny as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then there's. But by the oh. way, what what comes from that is like she's teaching him the lesson that um someone's greatest strength can be their greatest weakness. I'm sorry, yeah. are his balls his greatest strength? <laughs> <laughs> Does Duncan McCloud they just have, have like greatest real, power? He has the greatest balls ever. I guess so. <laughs> I mean that dick does get around. I don't even know. <laughs> His, his dick and balls are all over the place, so maybe oh, com- for completely, him that is completely normal strength. penis. Completely normal penis, but those balls, though. <laughs> wow, something extra special. <laughs> <laughs> They're indescribable. Um, I did think it was funny though. And Adrian Paul's goofy face. Oh yeah, it's great. It's great. I also love He's... what. What um, I love. I love the robe. Um, when they're in the fire and then the next little bit. Yeah. 
It's real cool. So in the transcript, I don't. Is there somewhere where we see this where it says weeks later? Because mm. the transcript it says weeks later at night, and I'm like, how do you know? <laughs> this could yeah. have just been later that night. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, the- she does say that she's done training him, so I guess it's been some time. But I, I don't yeah. know where you get that from. Mm. Sometimes they, they really. Do- I mean, unless that was in the original shooting script or something, yeah. maybe. Um, some yeah, time his- later, just like in one of my favorite movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah that that uh robe is great um i did put in my notes uh is this appropriation or appreciation <laughs> but that's every episode of of uh highlander because he really likes digging into those period pieces and the, and the local wear, <laughs> local wear. No. i mean it's not like <laughs> there's other things for him to wear so i no he's just wearing the things that are available in the locale yeah Ooh. yeah I mean, he did have clothes with him, and I don't know if that was one of them, but maybe he bought it off of a local vendor. I don't Um, But yeah, so uh, he reaches over, by the way, and he's like caressing her face. And we do see the kissing scene later, but originally they they kissed at the end of this scene. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm glad we didn't because we would have gone from a kissing scene instead of just like a nice soft scene into a Rita and Michael Christian scene. Yeah, and it would have been <laughs> horrifying. Um, Oof. He is playing with a fucking knife in the background, yeah. by the way. And she's being eaten slowly by her turtleneck. <laughs> 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 she, I mean that 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 outfit is ridiculous. Like it, it, it's it's really devouring is. her. It's so big on her. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> this. <laughs> <laughs> the fashions in this show. All right, so she hears a car. She's like, "Oh, someone's coming," and uh, she says, uh, "Just it's Ian. Like, go, go hide in the bedroom. I'll be there in a moment." <laughs> no. Don't worry, baby. I thought yeah. for sure he go was coming out with a sword. Room. What happened? I thought for She's sure like, he was coming out with a sword in this at some point. Yeah, I yeah. thought so too. I was surprised. They just went ahead and left him in there. Mm-hmm. I just wanted her to be like, "Go to your room, like a mum," and he's just like, "Oh, it's so hot." Yeah. And I did like that he. Did, and this is probably why, because he picks up his sword as he goes in the room, but that's obviously just to get it out of the way so no one knows it's that he's there. Yeah. But that kind of, like him playing with that knife and then grabbing the sword and all of that, I was like, oh god, this is going to end badly for Ian. I mean, it does, but not in this scene. <laughs> I really just thought he was going to die in this scene. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously he has to, because he, he, like, yeah. he knows about he knows Joe. too much. Yeah, he's going to, yeah, he's got to go. Yeah. Um, but he tells, uh, like, who is Ian? Because he comes over and tells Rita, I want you to come off this assignment. <laughs> like, who the fuck are you, no Ian? One. Get out of here. Like, yeah, I, I, yeah, like, I'm gonna report you to the manager. Yeah, um, and he thinks it's pretty unlikely how many people Christian has magically killed over the past 20 years. And she, he says that someone, clearly someone's been feeding him information, so. Mm. I like that Ian figured it out, though. Yeah. Like, something is up. This is too fucking weird. Figured that out. Couldn't figure out all of his friends going to visit Derry. <laughs> <laughs> And he said, yeah. forget reassignment. I'll see to it that you're out for good. And and we'll see how your precious golden boy does without you. How do what happens if you like like do you have to sign an NDA? Like if you if you're fired from the watchers? Yeah, because yeah, like what are they gonna stop you from watching? <laughs> what? <laughs> like, how does that even work? Like, what watching. does this mean you're out for good? <laughs> yeah. Oh, this show. There's too much in this show, really. <laughs> So dumb. Yeah. Um, all right. So Duncan. Oh, does, does she hit him? Yeah. Yet? Yeah. This is <laughs> yeah. where she hits him. Yeah. 
That's a terrible way to go. Just get hit in the yeah. by a car and just, just left there to die. Off. <laughs> I don't think she's the one with the sword. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you know. Also, this fool doesn't hear this car like speeding Thank up. Thank you. Thank Ooh. you. He's an idiot. Yeah. Um, I will say, we get a great shot um, in Duncan's place of that island, and man, I love that thing. Like, his place is so fucking cool. Yeah, his place is. Love it. Um, so, Joe has come over, and Dun- uh, Duncan is like, oh, I'm really sorry to hear about your friend. And um, he says, yeah, coming here is the last thing Ian would have wanted me to do. <laughs> All right, well. God, it's not about Ian. Get over it. Yeah. Um, so, fashion-wise... <laughs> I, I have a lot of thoughts about Joe's okay. shirt. Um, I was looking at it when I first noticed. I was I one of the, the. It was I first noticed it with a close up. Oh, I like yeah. the fact that it's like it's it's textured to it and everything. But then I realized, oh, this is like it's like it's like a half zip thing. But is like that what it ugh. is? Yeah, because you see it, when you see it in the fall, it's like oh, this, so this is like a half zip sweater weird. polo shirt thing. That's and then I was weird. more against it. But I, I liked it yeah. when I thought it was just a shirt. Mm. But it's yeah. But that I, is that's a weird shirt. Yeah, that's a weird shirt. Yeah, I was real excited about it for a second. Then I saw it in full, and I was like, "Oh no, thank you. You're you're practically a polo. You're practically a polo, yeah. and I can't." So can't what's wrong with it. polos, Brad? Um, it's a t-shirt putting on airs. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's not a dress shirt. It's a fucking t-shirt with a collar with a fucking flimsy ass collar. It's terrible. But this seems to have more of a collar to it, so I'm really I'm really confused about it. You kind of yeah, see it when they get out of the elevator. Well, but... and it's a it's a weird fabric, too. I love the fabric, though. I love the fabric yeah, and the but texture. It, but, like, I just don't under... I can't wrap my head around what this is. <laughs> no, I can't either. Because it seems to have, like a, a, like, a more solid collar than, like, a polo shirt. Mm. Like, it seems almost like, like a... I don't know, like, almost like a jacket situation, or like a... I don't even know. Um, but I will say this breakup scene is like hits my little heartstrings. Yeah, <laughs> just because they really both of them are so sad about this. Yeah, like, it's. <laughs> um. So yeah, so he's coming over to basically tell them they're not allowed to be friends anymore because <laughs> rule number one is a watcher and immortal he's, can't you mean be he's friends. He's doing a Prince Andrew and a, doing a Prince Andrew and a Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, awkward. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, that not, they, I, know, I don't know that those two, you know, really renounced yeah. their friendship. No, um, no, to each other. Absolutely not. Um, Duncan tells him he doesn't have to choose. <laughs> he says, mm. "I took an oath and I broke choose it." Choose me, baby. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know what that oath is. Yes, and the Watchers have been around for a long time. What gives me the right to say, I'll do it my way? (laughs) I'll do this. And Duncan says, because you're a man. Whoa, big daddy. A manly man. (laughs) And tells him he's allowed to make his own judgment calls and choosing your own friend. And he says, do you regret our friendship, Joe? (laughs) Oh. It really is like a, the saddest breakup scene. I feel worse over the this night we breakup spent together scene. in Paris. Yeah, exactly. Ooh. I I just I like this breakup scene hurt way more than Anne and Duncan so, breaking so, up. Yeah, because 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 uh, we weren't cheering the whole time. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> also, Brad, thank you for introducing me to Anne from uh, Arrested Development <laughs> using through your clips. I thoroughly enjoyed them. Thank you, Brad. You are welcome. <laughs> you can hear in the uh, the most um. So they're in the elevator. Uh, 
you know, Duncan says, you know, look, I don't agree with what Ian was telling you, but I didn't want the guy to die, you know, and he tells, he tells Joe to follow his instincts. And then, follow uh, your heart. and then we have a sad Richie scene, too. <laughs> no. Because Richie is so fucking excited. He's got. They just want to have a threesome at this point. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, basketball. Basketball is what you got tickets for because they're courtside. So I assume that's basketball. Of course. Of and, course, we um, know basketball as it happens in court. Exactly. <laughs> There's a judge, mm-hmm. a jury, and an executioner. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> and he's just so excited. And he tells, he's like, okay, it's tonight. We're going to go. And Joe's like, yeah. <laughs> and he actually says, you thought we'd all go together. <laughs> What the fuck? Why would you do that to poor Richie? I know, it's so great. Because it's Joe's uh, just like, because Joe's whole thing is like, he's he's realizing he's like, I'm too close. I'm too close. I'm, I'm not being objective. It's like, you thought, you just thought, you just assumed we'd all go together. And he's uh, like, yeah. Yes, we're, yeah. We're, we're polyamorous. Uh, yeah. We're in a polyamorous relationship. Absolutely. Yeah, we're going to go yeah. out. We're going to watch the game. We're going to have a few drinks. We're going to come back, uh, you know, get some takeout. And then we're going to fuck. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's what we do. It's Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> but I like that Richie goes uh one, two, three, counting the tickets and he counts them. Oh, one, two, three. It's so cute. It's great. it's great. And uh yeah. And Duncan's like, that's very nice of you, Richie. <laughs> so, <laughs> and Richie's like, so you'll be there, right? And Joe goes, No, no, I won't be there. That's all he says. So he doesn't explain. Oh. No, it's 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 brutal. Yeah, but I love and poor Richie I'll- really thinks oh, something. Yeah. He said something wrong. And but what I love is even though like you know Duncan you know says something or whatever, but then Duncan's like, um, by the way, I'm gonna be going out of town. I'm like, is no one gonna go watch this game with <laughs> no, Richie? No, nobody's going. Richie's <laughs> gonna be sitting alone watching this game. <laughs> uh, courtside, best seats. Um, maybe his maybe his friend. What was her name? Um, the one that he sold the shitty car to that we loved. Oh, the one to fuck Tessa. I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, her. Uh, maybe she'll go. Yeah. Oh God, what is her name? I, I, it's been too long. I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. So then, yeah, this is the scene where the next scene where Duncan is telling Richie he's gonna like go without his sword. Why? Why is he not taking his sword? <laughs> Um, plot convenience. Like, I get... Yeah, exactly. Because I'm like, I get it. He'll be on holy ground. He doesn't, like, need the sword there. But clearly, it's getting there and getting back. Yeah, exactly. You gotta get all the way... You're going from your apartment to wherever the fuck to get that boat. Like, that's... Just take the sword with you. Like, once you get there, yeah, put the sword in your sword closet. I... Yeah. Yeah, it's... I... I really was like, yeah, I'm with you, Brad. I'm like, well, this is just pure plot convenience yeah. because mm. there's no reason. We've never seen him want to leave a sword. And even Richie's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Why? Um, Why are we breaking up? And then <laughs> now Rita's going to know about <laughs> Joe knowing all the people. <laughs> yep. <laughs> because Rita's there talking to Joe and then Richie comes in and talks to him. Uh, yeah. And Richie's like, <laughs> and of course, Joe looks all like, oh, what the fuck? Like, I'm trying to break up with these guys and they keep coming and talking to me. <laughs> uh, but he loudly announces that Duncan went on a vision quest to the island <laughs> and didn't take a sword. Yeah. And then the vision uh, quest. Yeah. The vision quest. I just like that. That's what Richie calls it. <laughs> Um, this is also why Michael Christian is a child, because Rita goes back to the motorhome where he's watching cartoons. Yep. I can't. Yeah. can't. 
And she's like, it's time, baby. It's time for you to kill Duncan. And she like brings out his sword and is like all ceremonial with it. And it's very yeah. weird and gross. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so she she has to also tell him because he's like, well, I can't fight him there because it's holy ground. And she's like, yeah, like when he he has to leave at some point. Like, yeah. <laughs> like the fact that she has to say that makes me think like without her, he definitely would have been dead a oh, long yeah, time yeah. ago. Oh, yeah. I mean, this dummy, like. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Um, then we get a million flashbacks over Joe singing. <laughs> So weird. Joe being the saddest sad sack. <laughs> the never sad sack. Yeah. Yep. By the uh, way, um, we're, we're reusing all, all that footage of Duncan going to his little uh, island before. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. makes me wonder, yeah. did they decide to reuse that place just because like, oh, we can reuse that stock footage, but why? I... <sighs> Because I feel like they're yeah. playing it like this is happening now, as opposed to this is definitely the footage we did in that other episode. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm going to count up how many how many clips did we see over Joe? So that's one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> five clips, but then, and I'm not counting where technically it's supposed to be new footage of Duncan going to the island. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> that's at least ten more clips. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then we're also interspersing that with flashbacks from earlier this very episode of Mongolia. I'm, I just, like, <laughs> this... I mean, what uh, What did you guys spend all your money on? Why can't we film an episode this week, guys? <laughs> I mean, I th- this this is... I, I was telling Dan, I was like, I will say, like, this is the million different ways that you can use a clip. They used every single way. So it wasn't uh-huh. like they just showed clips, which, you know, in most clip shows, that's what happened. They just show clips. Um, uh-huh. But we're having clips. We're having clips within flashbacks. We're having these like faded out clips on top of new footage, you know, so we are getting like varying ways to see them. It's just so many of them. It's like if if they let the accounting department make an episode this week. (laughs) (laughs) And we can be creative too. (laughs) We We can be creative too. And they're like, no, no. Um, so... <laughs> Listen, we had to make up a lot of money. Uh, Jackie Chan ate everyone's lunch uh, for like three weeks straight. And uh, <laughs> yeah. we had to order a lot of pizzas. It really ate into our budget. So uh, we had to make it back somehow. And that's how this episode happened. Yeah, yeah really. Um, so and I after don't mean Joe- Jackie Chan's production. I mean, literally just Jackie Chan. <laughs> like After they yeah. finished filming Rumble in the Bronx, he kept coming by and stealing lunch. <laughs> You got a taste for uh, craft services. Um, Rita Slick, by the way, she comes in to check on Joe. Uh, basically, I think so. He's kept busy. Oh yeah. And I think that that's very slick of her. You know what's not slick? This motherfucker at the bar with a fucking bolo tie. Get out of here. Oh, yeah. And also, that's your Mike. One, your, your that's one Mike the Watcher. Get out of here. <laughs> Trash. Guess what? Spoiler alert for who's worst dressed. <laughs> Uh, oh, and then you got a shot of both her with her big old sweater standing next to him with this bolo tie. Nah. Well, I'm, on, I'm, fr- I'm, I'm at that moment freeze-framed, and it's burning my retinas. <laughs> um, yeah, that's Mike. That's Mike behind the bar. Watcher slash bartender slash barista, because <laughs> he's going to make him coffee. Um, 
And Rita says, because, uh, you know, Joe's like, oh, how, how's Michael Christian? And he's, she's like, oh, nothing's exciting. I still can't believe his name's Michael Christian. And I'm saying that because in the episode, they just keep calling him Christian. They've only, yeah. they only call him Michael Christian like once, so. Yeah. Um, Mike says, oh, Justin called me last night. Uh, Christian took out Trent yesterday. <laughs> so I get like, so what are Maureen and, and Justin going to do? Like, who are they watching now? I mean, do I, they need to get split up and actually watch two people ooh. now? Like <laughs> now they can just fucking. I, I don't know. Oh. Like, like, do you just get put on like desk duty for a while until another immortal? <laughs> Yeah. Needs to be watched. Do you just have to like Maybe. uproot your entire life? Uh, we yeah, we're moving you to Ohio. Uh, there's yeah. an immortal there. Very bizarre. Very bizarre. Um. So yeah, just uh, we find out. Yeah, that Christian took out Trent, and uh, now Joe is figuring it out. Now Joe has figured it out, and he says, "You set him up, just like you set up Failing. Where is he now?" And Rita says, "It's too late to stop him." And uh, Joe says, "Maybe not." And then he calls his friend Richie. Aww. Sorry, I didn't go to the game with you, buddy. <laughs> I still love you. Exactly. You're still my boo. <laughs> and Rita says, what have you done? Um, well, first I put on this ugly ass mustard shirt so I could uh, <laughs> so I could join you two in looking like trash yep. in this scene. Yep. I, I got my mustard shirt and my, and my uh, acid wash dad jeans, so <laughs> I wanted to make sure I looked the part of trash. When you guys came over. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking cool. For- I'm sorry, oh. I'd forgotten that Joe was also looking garbage in this. Yeah, I need to point it out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, it's better when um, you put the jacket on over it, but still can't abide a mustard shirt. No. Yeah, no great. Um, she tries to leave. I don't know what the fuck she was going to do, but I guess, I mean, because she wouldn't have gotten there in time to warn him, but okay. Um, And Joe says, Joe grabs her and says, now we just, we just have to sit here and wait. <laughs> no, that's not what he says. We have oh. to do. We have to do what we do. We have to do what watchers do best and wait. I'm like, <laughs> um, Amazing. I thought it was what. I thought it was what. Clearly, should be watch. Why did you say that? No, nobody gonna rewrite that line. No. We do what we do best. Uh, we wait. Yeah. And the waiters. Yeah. That's why I run like, a bar. Like it would have made more sense if he said something like we stay out of it like yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah. like that would have made sense because then that's the whole point of this episode <laughs> is that they're supposed to stay out of immortal business <laughs> I, like that line like that line hit like that line clunked out into the scene like a fucking <laughs> lead balloon like i mean we do what we do best we wait. wait. Yeah. Um, also, he talks about how he called Richie like to level the playing field, and I'm like, yeah, but two immortals can't fight against one immortal. Like yeah. that's one of the fucking rules. So, but can can an immortal throw another immortal a sword? <laughs> I don't know. Is, I, what if he just mirroring? leaves it? He leaves leaves it, and he's like, I'm just gonna leave this sword right here. <laughs> Not Bye. doing anything. Just gonna drop this right here. Yeah. Um, so, uh, <laughs> we get Duncan from his long trek back, <laughs> and Michael Christian comes from, like, I don't even know where he's at. It was, like, in the bushes. Yeah, I was watching the Teletubbies. <laughs> he's, like, down 
down in the bushes and he walks up and he says Michael Christian and you're not on Holy Graham McLeod um, and I did start laughing at this point because clearly Duncan's gonna win but I just started laughing because I was like he's gonna kick this guy's ass without a sword and that is great Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. I really hated this guy already so um, and he starts by throwing his bag at him which is great <laughs> I love that I was kind of yeah, hoping really, I, though I was really right. hoping um we were gonna get some um, um everything everywhere all at once uh fighting yeah. for a second yeah that with that bag uh, oh yeah 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 that would be great yeah no no it's I 1995 just, I get it yeah yeah um but I really like this I like that Duncan like is able to kind of like steer clear of the blade of that sword enough to just kind of like punch him in the stomach and stuff and like run yeah. away um and what I do like about this scene overall is that even though we uh, we know obviously Duncan's gonna win, it's his TV show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But there is some tension with like all of this Absolutely. going on, and then them like cutting away, and we see Richie's you know rushing to get there, and like, yeah, it's good. Well, it's it, good because at the yeah. end of the day, it's like one of those like it could have. I mean, because I did not remember how this episode ended, but you know, it easily could have been like Richie showing up and actually taking out, yeah. you know, Christian or whatever. So it, it didn't have to be Duncan. Um, I just knew Duncan wasn't going to actually die. So I didn't know how this was going to yeah. play out. But this was fun. I like all their stances. Mm-hmm. It's This is a lot of um, Adrian Paul using all the moves. <laughs> Every move he knows. <laughs> I, I do have to say what was fucking hilarious to me though is during the fight and we're cutting back yeah. we're cutting over to, to Richie we cut to 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 uh, Joe and uh, um um what's her name in in the bar oh, yeah. wait, just sitting waiting and it's just a just, shot oh, of yeah. waiting yeah. in silence and <laughs> not doing anything I'm like this is what you do best yeah because nobody's watching this fight you guys mm. are watching a wall yeah it's great it's fucking great yeah um them falling down this like water slide of <laughs> grossness <Yeah. laughs> really oh, disgusting yeah. oh yeah <laughs> Um, because all I thought was, ugh, these two guys with long hair, they're gonna smell oh, so bad. God. Um, I like that Richie got there just in time to see the quickening. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. Also, his hair looks fantastic coming out of that helmet. Yeah. I just was shocked. I just <laughs> I mean, was like- best character, right. best dress. <laughs> Amazing. Somebody is in love, is what I'm gonna say. <laughs> oh. I was swimming. I was spinning. Claire's a regular was... old Joe Dawson this week. <laughs> mm. You know, um, it was, yeah, my heart was all a flutter. Yeah. And I like that, like, Duncan comes out all tired from the quickening, of course. Yeah. Um, but Richie's ready to go, just in case it was Michael Christian. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, yeah, he's, he's, good to, he's good to see his friend. <laughs> And then we have the last scene, which is Joe and Duncan. Well, and Rita, all of them. Yeah. Because Duncan comes in and Rita is just like, <laughs> <gasps> no. And um, yeah. My says, fuck son. Yeah. No. <laughs> he says, thank you, Joseph. <laughs> Very oh, then he laughs. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's taking the Mickey. Um, taking the Michael. And Joseph. Yeah, what are friends for? That's a cute ending. Yeah. Um, the, for the pieces that were not clips, 
So the actual storyline, even the grossy gross relationship, Mm -hmm. because that was part of the storyline, and the flashbacks, not the flashbacks within the flashbacks, but the Mongolian flashbacks, I enjoyed. It was the addition of all of the fucking clips, all the flashbacks within the flashbacks, and because of that, not delving deeper into the actual story. Yeah. Yeah. And because the pieces that were there were good. They're pretty solid. Yeah, it's a and good premise. Yeah. I mean, it's it does bring up the watchers, which always just is frustrating, but yeah. uh-huh. cuz they don't know what they're doing they with do it. They do so much more interesting stuff with the watchers than yeah. they never do. Yeah. Um, sorry, just looking at my last note, which was Richie's helmet hair is better than his regular hair. Seriously. <laughs> true. I don't know why I was so like taken aback by that. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's, it's it's yeah, but it's definitely not. I mean, it's not a great episode, clearly, but it's not like the worst thing we've seen. Oh no, no, we've definitely seen worse. And it's, and it's definitely only a bad episode because it's frustrating that they could have done other things because what was there was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, honestly, like the past few episodes have not been great. No, so no. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. this is certainly not worse than anything we've seen recently, even. Yeah, yeah. It's just boring. Yeah, I just and and I think it was. I just I think it was just boring because it's half of the episode was things you've already seen before i won't remember this episode in five minutes oh (laughs) you won't even remember you won't remember your the love you have for richie So that, that now is forever for me. Okay. Mm. You won't remember that Richie bought them courtside tickets and nobody went with him. Aww. <laughs> I'm going with you, Richie. Aww. Uh, all right. So let's get to it. Best dress, worst dress. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Which one was oh, worst dress? <laughs> Who in that bar was worst dress? Oh, come, come on. That man has, has the, those <laughs> buttons on his pockets. Like, those nipple, those yeah. nipple pocket buttons. Uh, nipple pocket button and a bolo <laughs> tie. Like, get the fuck out of here. Also, that shirt needs to be ironed. Oh yeah, him. yeah. It's just trash. Um, who's watching? Is he? Who's he? Who was he supposed to be? Was he watching Trent? No, no. Oh, no uh, Justin and Marie yeah. were watching Trent. Well, who's that motherfucker watching? What's his name again? I don't know. Mike. I, I can't remember. It's Mike. Mike. Uh, come on, IMDb. Where are you at? Uh, tell me. Mike. I will find you. <laughs> I will find you. I will find you. I will find him. Um. Damn it. There's, he's got to be listed. Mike. 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 Just Mike. What? Hmm. Yeah, because he's not even on this the website with everyone else. What if I do World Cup watchers? Can I get a list of watchers? Oh. Can I find one named Mike? <laughs> so active watchers, we got some of those guys. Is there anyone named Mike? We got a Mark. There's a Mike Barrett. Let me see if this is the same guy. Oh, I can't tell. It's like a real shaded ass picture. Oh, definitely not him then. Oh, Marky Mark. It actually says if this is him, this actually makes sense because it says Mike. Barrett. Mike Barrett was a watcher assigned to Richie Ryan. Oh! He was also a friend and employee of Joe Dawson, working as a bartender at his tavern in Seacomber. So that's Richie's uh, watcher. So each immortal has a fucking watcher. There should be so many of these guys. Either one or two, because Justin Justin and Maureen were married, and they were both watching Trent. Oh, that's true. Uh, Also, hmm. Well, it still should be a ton of watchers. Should be a ton of fucking watchers. 
Like, and each time a, like an immortal dies, a watcher's losing their job. Yeah. <laughs> There's more and, and more unemployment amongst watchers is growing every every week. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and it's okay. So it says, and I'm not. I don't think this is actually any spoilers. So I'm just gonna read the rest of it. He appeared in the episodes. They also serve and courage, which I don't think we've watched courage. Uh, though he apparently knew Richie casually from their interaction and courage, it was never made clear if Richie knew that Mike was his watcher, much less Ugh. his own, or that Mike was a watcher, much less his own. And they also serve. Mike was dealing at one of Joe's famous poker parties. Famous poker parties. This was a famous oh, poker boy. party. Wow. With other watchers, including Joe, Maureen, and Justin Russell, Ian Bancroft, and Rita, uh, Anne whatever. Bancroft? Yeah, Ian Bancroft. No, Anne. I just love No, it. not She's Anne, Ian. Uh, deleted scenes from this episode indicated that Mike's previous assignment had been Martin Hyde, and that he looked forward to seeing the end of the man at every challenge. Which one was Martin Hyde? Who was that guy? Sounds familiar. Who was Martin? Okay, Martin Hyde. Oh, he was in the episode, season two episode, Prodigal Son. Ah. He was... uh, Oh, was that the guy that was, like, um, following... He was a headhunter and serial murderer. Oh. Oh, I thought he was the one that was chasing Richie around. Um, which which episode was this? I don't remember. Prodigal Son. Oh, that would have been the episode where Richie... Was that when Richie came back? Oh, yeah, he was following Richie. Yes, he was following Richie around. So, the episode, I guess that he died oh. that's when so, Mike became Richie's watcher so I don't oh, know who Richie had as a watcher before no it makes sense because yeah this guy was this yeah. guy was following Richie around that guy dies this guy's like well, yeah. I need a, I need a job hey <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> just kind of slid in there like send his paperwork over like, and I and I'm I love going transfer, to Joe's famous poker game Ooh, so yeah. interesting um alright yes yeah, but sorry Mike not sorry you mm-hmm. got worse rest yeah <laughs> You're lazy your with your fault. outfits and you're lazy with your assignments. <laughs> uh, best dressed. He was best dressed. I would say one of one of uh, Joe's outfits. Yeah, Joe. I Maybe mean, the one with the black shirt over the green shirt. I with love the blazer. that. Love that. Yeah. I, I, there's not a lot of best dress in this out in this uh, episode. Who won and who lost? Did uh, watch a watch a uh, lady lose because she lost her love and she lost her job. And she lost did her she son. lose her job? Like, she yeah, did lose her son. She Who knows if she lost her, her job? I mean, I well, mean, she I did lose her current job because uh, he's dead. Um, yeah. Don't know if she still gets to be a watcher. I would assume not. I guess it depends on if Joe's in charge or not. But uh, Yeah, we just don't know. Do that remains to be seen. <laughs> I mean, so. All right. Who won? <sighs> Uh, Richie, because he was the best character. And he got those great <laughs> seats. Yeah. He did get those great seats, but nobody went with him to the game. Uh, well, so I maybe do- he lost. Oh, I mean, we don't know that the game was that night. He just said, "I got tickets." Right? True. May have been like a couple. May have been like, "Hey, I got tickets for Friday." Have they made up by then? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Regardless, he, um, he, he got to be a hero. Yeah. He, well, I mean. I mean, he, he tried was, to be He was hero. trying to be. He tried to be. He tried like, to be. I mean, I kind of, you know, and it's like, I kind of think Duncan won. Because he, like, killed somebody and didn't have his sword on him. Yeah. 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 And, you know, he, he was able to rekindle and make sure he has a long-lasting friendship with Joe. That's Aww. true. Yeah. I think Duncan won. Yeah. Okay. All right. He he rarely wins, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Give him I, one win. 
All right. Um, do you guys want to tell me what's happening next time? Oh, boy. Oh, I don't have it to hand, Brad. You're going to have to go. Claire, how could you not oh be prepared? God. Because that's... my phone uh, ran out of power. Well, that's fine, that's because I'll tell you about Season 3, Episode 13, Blind Faith. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Okay. When a religious oh, leader... Is John... it a daredevil oh, crossover? No. <laughs> when a religious leader, John Kieran, dies on Anne's operating table no. and then returns from the dead... <laughs> His believers know a miracle has occurred. McLeod oh, knows God. better. <laughs> he watched as Kieran, then known as Cage, uh, oh, massacred God. POWs in the Spanish Civil War and left Whoa. a band of Cambodian refugee children to die at the hands of the oh. of the Khmer Rouge. Yikes! Um, yeah. Kieran, this sw- is, Kieran, oh, Kieran swears that experience changed him forever, turning him from a man of war to a man of peace. When a tabloid reporter trying to get the goods on Kieran winds up dead in McLeod's dojo, McLeod <laughs> is certain Kieran is responsible. Uh, now I'm just imagining it's like it's the reporter from uh, the uh, the Bill Bixby Incredible Hulk show. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, this yeah I'm also reading the IMDb one, which is very long. I'm not gonna read yeah. it, but I'm just gonna say this is gonna this is going to be an episode that possibly could be one we hate. <laughs> Like, all of this just sounds like things that they could only do wrong. (laughs) Oh, no. So, I just... Because I just don't trust these writers with certain topics. Yeah. Oh, Richard Lynch. Who's that? He's... Oh, God, he's been everything. Uh, no. He's... Quite an IMDb photo, yes. Yeah, he's been in a ton of stuff. I don't... Um, oh, he was in Invasion USA, Tammy. That's a movie you've seen. Oh, um, I have seen that. Yeah, I don't I don't know. He's been in... He's literally been in absolutely everything, but I don't know exactly Yeah, what. 164 credits, so yeah, ton of, ton, ton of... Um, yeah, I, I just don't trust this show, so I just am concerned about how they're gonna handle even POWs. I'm concerned about mm-hmm. when I see things like in the IMDb description, the word fascist come up. I'm just concerned Ooh, about yeah. how they're going to handle this information. <laughs> so, yeah. I look. We know it's not going to be good. And also, I anytime they focus on any kind of like actual war stuff when we're going back into war stuff, there just tends to be those are the episodes I end up hating. So, uh, mm. or or those are the ones that yeah. are very boring to me that I just am like, they, this is not handled great. So. And I just I rarely trust. Any 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 uh, um, standard out of the box a uh, uh, white writer in the mid '90s talking about anything historical? Yeah, and, and you have every right to feel that. Way. <laughs> that is, that is the uh, correct opinion to have. So yeah, um, yeah. So we'll we'll see what that's like. But who knows? Maybe we watch that episode. It's so terrible that we'll be like, man, remember last week when it was just fun clips? <laughs> <laughs> So we'll see how we feel uh, next time. All right, guys. Well, anything else for this cliptastic spectacular? No. All righty. Well, then we're out. It was boring. (laughs) Uh, Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you want to send us feedback, you can contact us via notscott at reactionary-sass.com on facebook.com slash groups slash notscott and at notquitescott on Twitter. Call the SAS line 321-710-4947. Our other podcast 
and individual social media accounts can be found at reactionary-sass.com. Close now, this girl is half his age. Don't stand. 